want to go back to sleep. <laughs> sleep. Take me home. I'm here. assuming that was yours. No. Uh-uh. I have no idea. John, drink no fucking festival. Uh, bottle of water. That ain't mine. Get rid of it. Ow. <laughs> There's a wall there. <laughs> you, your accuracy has waned in your in your <laughs> depleted state. <laughs> Good morning, man. What's up? Sunday morning. What's happening? How you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Got some coffee in your hand? Yeah, shitty coffee. Caruba. Oh, it was really bad this morning. What? Did they like not not switch over the coffee for a little while or what? I don't know. I haven't had it in a long time, and then I drank it this morning. I'm like, oh, this oh, is trash. It's because you haven't had it in a while. Yeah, you don't know what you're fucking putting in your body. I know what I'm putting in my body with this water right here. Yeah, what's it? What's with the water? Reverse osmosis water. Oh shit! You got an RO system, huh? Yeah, I did. You've been busy while you've been sick. Yeah, I was. Did you put that one that mounts right next to your sink? No, because I wanted it hooked up to my fridge. Oh. And my fridge, there's no, like, cabinetry that connects. It's on the opposite side of the sink. But I have access directly underneath it mm-hmm. from the basement. Yeah. So I just tapped in and went upstairs with it. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> if you could, if you people who are listening could imagine, Kyle, you tried to just make, like, a little, like, yeah, bitch face. <laughs> it was pretty fucking solid. Yeah. So does um the system from you went into the basement you and you mounted it to the ceiling? No, oh, I I mounted it to a wall right next to it. Oh, okay. So you had the, you ran it up the wall. Okay. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, trying to envision the filter and everything else that goes with it. And yeah, but it worked out really good. I right did on. that a couple of days ago. And, and the main reason I did that, and the main reason I wanted it in my fridge, is because we're on well water. And every time someone comes over and gets even with like the little filter in the fridge, gets water or ice. Like, there's little floaties in it. Yeah. That's really gross looking. Well, you could just put a whole house filter on. Like like a sediment filter? Yeah, but you can get, like, a really heavy, a small micron. Yeah, probably. Whole house filter. That's right. Now I have reverse osmosis. And I have an RO system where you drink free drinking water. So exactly. But, you know, you'll still have floaties in, in your, like, the, the water you put for boiling your noodles. That's fine. It gets boiled out. No one will know. The floaties are good for you, man. It's like it's uh it's it's minerals from the earth. It's good shit. Yeah, I know, but there's like my whole ice maker is calcified. Oh. You know what I mean? It's like getting white dust on it and shit like that. Sure, I've asked you this, but don't you don't you have a water softener? So water softeners do not go to um this was I had to learn this. Water softener it I bypassed my water softener for both the fridge and my kitchen faucet it's pure hard pure hard pure, baby pure hard even the hot water that goes no the hot water softened because the hot water softened yeah but the cold water is not really yeah so because see, i see was my looking, whole fucking house we just went right on right off the main softened the whole fucking thing. yeah so i have like a little distribution thing so each manifold yeah so everything's a home run to me to my, in my house like fucking nothing but home runs nothing baby. but home runs so every faucet has its own run yep. to the manifold yep except for the kitchen sink and i'm like where the fuck is this so i'm literally running my fingers along the lines trying to find this pipe and yeah it just is a direct shoot off 
What the fuck? But I found out that's pretty common because you're not supposed to. I don't think you want to drink soft water. Well, a lot of people there are people out there that don't want to drink soft water. I and I like I get it that like uh, it's got like a taste, you okay. know, and a and a texture. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's you can take a shower with the soft water. It gets you feel kind of slippery if it's too soft. Yeah, and then I. I sit there with my mouth open all the time and drink that shit in the shower. You drink it? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. If I'm thirsty, I'll drink shower water. Well, I know I just <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not opposed to drinking shower water, but I don't I don't know if it's like all the fucking time I'm just <laughs> under the shower, just like gulp, 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 gulp. Yeah, bitch, fucking shower water this morning. <laughs> no, I wasn't I, I feel that. Like, you know, yeah. if I like if, if I brush my teeth, especially if I brush my teeth in the shower, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Get a little shower water. Just fucking just reach over and grab your shower beer. Just <laughs> yeah. Drink that shit. Don't. Yeah. You, but but to your point, I don't. You know, like softened water isn't like the best thing in the world to drink. Sure. So like, um, c- congratulations on your RO system, bro. Yeah, it wasn't a health issue, man. It was just a visual issue for me. Yeah, I, I feel it. And your and your fridge filter wasn't handling it. No. Well, those things are just mostly for taste, I think. Mine's got a big fucking cartridge. Mine has a cartridge, but shit. pure carbon, and it's just is supposed to... Well, you can give different versions of that cartridge, oh, I think. I'm a cheap ass, I guess. Well, I So mean, I went and bought a couple hundred dollar system to fix it instead. No, it's awesome. I, I used to... I put in an RO system one time. Yeah? It was, But it was one of those ones that had a little button next to the sink. Oh, yeah. You know? Yep. It was one of those, yeah, my, um, my ex... Ex-wifey wanted a wanted a RO system in the house, and it was just like, "Can you do that?" And I'm like, "I think so." Yeah, there's, it was super simple to do. Yeah, and it's this one was designed. It has like the faucet and shit, because you're not supposed to technically hook it up to your fridge, but I did. Well, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's just it's a tu- it's the same fucking tube. Exactly. I didn't know? read the instruction manual. It doesn't matter. You didn't read it. I did once. Oh. I said, "Don't I do it." <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, are you an instruction manual reader? Depends what it is. Mm. Less instruction manual, more assembly manuals. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Like, less about, like, how to use it and more, like, how to build it. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking people that, like, I'll always, I mean, even, I guess even how to use it, like, I don't always read how to use it unless it ain't working. Sure. You know, then I'll go to the manual. But it's funny because, like, Gavin will get... I don't know. He'll get some kind of new electronic thing. And uh, and he'll figure out, like, well, one end plug's over here, and you plug over here, and all that shit. And and he'll try to figure it out, and he's like, this thing's stupid. It's so <laughs> dumb. It doesn't work. I'm like, well, did you read the instruction manual? And he's like, hmm. <laughs> mom doesn't read the instruction manual. And I'm like, yeah, well, a lot of your mom's shit don't work when she starts using it either. Because <laughs> like, she asked me and then I read the manual. Yeah. It's like, or you can Google it. But I I think, like, when it comes to, like, how to work things, Google's kind of fucked up. Because you got all the bullshit ads and everything that come yeah. along. And, and it's like, I just want to know how to use this. And it's like, well, there's this manual. But sometimes anymore, when you buy this cheap shit from fucking China... The the manual's just like it's just like open box. Yeah. Plug in cord. Isn't it something? Good fucking yeah. luck. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Like there's nothing. It's like oh what? <laughs> there's no manual. Well, and sometimes like I remember you were talking about your um your fire pit 
and the manual oh you just want to read for comical effect like how do you think yeah. they want us to build a fire well seven hippies from from san francisco <laughs> wrote that manual yeah yeah it's like super lefties <laughs> super lefties with their little four inch square blocks of wood with mm-hmm. that manual yeah so like shit like that is over done but if it's if it's probably like built and distributed in the United States, then there's probably so many fucking laws. True about how how like how intricate because they could get sued. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not perfectly fucking accurate yeah. in every word, you can get sued when someone spills hot coffee on them. Yeah, I was because it didn't say hot on the lid. I was driving to uh, Stevens Point last night. I was going to go hang out with Connor and his his buddies for a few hours. And, uh, you are bored out of your mind. No, no, I've been looking forward to this okay. for a while. Uh-uh. No, it's, um, he's got a new house I haven't been Okay, to. okay. And uh, so, okay, so like backstory, I don't know. Ever since the first time I ever just helped him move and went up there, his buddies are like, when's your dad going to come yeah. party with us, you know, and all that shit. Um, and so uh, and so I called him up, and I made a plans like a few weeks ago once I knew stuff was going to be gone, so it's a little bit easier for me to navigate time-wise. And um, so I'm headed up to Stevens Point and getting to his house, and so I flipped on my GPS just as I'm getting into Stevens Point. And it's like, in 300 yards, make a right turn. In 50 feet, make a right turn. Get to the stop sign. Turn right. It's like, what the fuck? You said that like f- like four hundred yards ago. I don't need to, you know, I got it. I'm I'm down. I'm make I'm gonna I'm gonna go right here. You know, but it's like it's, it's gotta be for somebody, you know, it's like somebody's programming that shit going. How many times do you think we should tell them to turn right? Like it's Give three them a ti- good notice. Three times enough? Like how many how many feet in between instructions do we do to do this? Take you know? the toddler approach. We're so fucking distracted, is that it? No, like with toddlers, you're supposed to keep, like, if they, like, don't, like, change, you're supposed to, like, give them plenty of heads up and then keep warning them, like, things are going to happen. Like, hey, in two hours, we're going to leave to go to Grandma's house. Hey, in 30 minutes, we're going to leave to go to Grandma's house. Really? Hey, in 10 minutes, we're going to leave to go to Grandma's house, yeah. So it's like a psychological... Yeah, you're supposed to keep prepping them. Or it was because, uh, you know this, I'm a huge Office fan. Yeah. Have you seen the one where Michael Scott drives his car into the lake? No, okay. <laughs> no, I haven't. They're following a GPS to get to this business, and uh, the road, like in forty feet in front of them, there's a stop sign that goes right, and the GPS is off like forty feet and goes turn right, and there's happens to be like a boat dock right there, and he starts turning right, and the guy next to him, Dwight, he goes, "What are you doing?" They meet up there, and he goes, "No." It says to turn right now. We have to listen to the machine. <laughs> and he turns into the lake. <laughs> Fucking sinks his car. Yeah, man. There, I th- I'm sure that that's like not really. I mean, going into a lake is probably pretty fucking <clears throat> a little uncommon. Excessive. No, but but I bet if 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 Bill were here, and he were to look it up, how many times people like went into Shopco a, parking lot? Yeah, or, or even like fucking. They're seeing people like turn into a field or a farm or some oh, shit yeah. like that. You know, where it's just like. What the fuck? And it's like they're just following the GPS. Yeah. Did you ever do MapQuest? Yeah. Back way back, back in the day. In the day when you had to print off the two sheets of directions. Yeah. That fucking thing that, that got me into sketchy shit one time. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking we were supposed to we were going to Chicago to uh um I don't know if it's taking my ex mother in law to the airport and we're driving driving through Chicago and <laughs> so 
fucking following the directions. We're looking around. It's like, how can only half these houses have fucking <laughs> porch lights and windows are broken out and shit? And we were in a bad neighborhood. Um, we're driving along and we get down to this and it's like, like we run out of road. We're at a dead end. And it's like, fuck. It's like, get out of here right now. My ex was screaming at me. Kids are in the backseat. What's going on? What's going on? It's fine. It's nothing. It's totally fine. We're just we're just lost in the <laughs> middle of downtown Chicago. And I was so like unaware. I was a kid, you know, yeah. and I'd never been to a city, never been to Chicago really ever. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm gonna get murdered and all the shit, you know, because it's like people think about that. Like hey, you go to a city, you're gonna get murdered, man. This is what happens. It's just like yeah, uh, I just got stereotypes built up in there. Yeah, it's fucking. I got a lot of family like. See, that. I kind of miss. I, I'm of the age where I miss the chance to like navigate based on a map. I can read a map, mm-hmm. and yeah. I, I if I needed to, I could, but I never have needed to. Right. So even when my wife and I, at the time when we were engaged, maybe we weren't engaged, maybe we were just dating. Anyways, we drove out to Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I th- want to say. Either we had a little Garmin, like yeah. the standalone GPS, yep. or we just had a bunch of fucking routes printed from MapQuest. One of the two. Mm-hmm. But it was never like, you didn't have a road map. giant map and figure it out. Yeah, the big, the Rand McNally yeah. Atlas. Is that company even still in business anymore? I wonder if they, they like saw a pivot. They're just like specialty maps now, though, I bet. How many people can't read a map, but everyone still has a map in their glove box because you might need it someday. Well, that's just people in the Midwest because they're cause their <laughs> fucking dads tell them you better have a map in the glove box because you might need it. I bet you there's a lot. A lot of people can't read a map. I carried a map for the longest time. Fuck yeah. I mean, it's if if you live in like rurally at all, it's just like especially in this fucking state where there's seven thousand roads to get anywhere. That's something that was like driving in Wisconsin compared to driving out west. There's like one fucking road to get from Idaho to Montana. Yeah, <laughs> it's like for for 500 miles. There's there's like no maybe not 500 miles. Maybe it's slight exaggeration, but like for a really good stretch of of like state line, there's one road that crosses. Mm. It's like if you want to get across, you got to take that fucking road. So it's really easy, you know. It's like you can't fuck that up, you know. But here. It's like there's like seventy two roads and yeah, to cross the state line in every ten square miles, and <laughs> it's just like I like get it. It's all like the pieced out farms and everything, you know, and like it's but but it's just like when I moved here, I would drive around with uh, grandparents, and it's just like, uh, where are we going? Like we're going home. I'm like I've never been home this way before, and they're like, oh. Yeah, this is I mean, this is the way we take when we're coming back from the supper club. It's like, oh, okay. It's not when you come back from the quick trip <laughs> or the or the fleet right, farm. <laughs> right. Those are two separate routes right there. But it's all gets to the same place. It's like efficiency. Yeah. I don't even know if it's efficiency. It's just more like six and one. You know, it's like it's a different view. True. You know, it's like so many roads, it's like it's about the same amount of time. It's just it's a different shit to look at. Yeah. You know? I was I was horrible with roads. When we lived in Appleton, Sam would always give me shit. She goes, "We've lived here for how how long? Like two years, and you still don't know your way around." I'm mm. Like, there's so many roads. I mean, I know directions. I can head that way, and eventually I'll get to where I'm going. But then yeah. eventually, I don't know what changed. But when we moved here, it was just so much easier. And 
taking little side roads, back roads to get to where I want to. And we were driving. She goes, see, you know how to get around in Baraboo. Because I don't. <laughs> like, you don't drive around Baraboo. I do. Yeah. I'm, I'm like that in Madison still. Oh, I dude, I can't. I don't know my way around Madison. Yeah. It's like, I'll, I'll go down to Madison with Stephanie, and we're going to go to, like, fucking Willie Street Co-op or something. And and it's like I'm gonna pull out I'm gonna pull out my fucking phone, mm-hmm. you know. And she's like, "Oh, you don't gotta do that. We got this." I'm like, "Okay," you know. And she's like, "Turn here, turn here." And and, and she's she's re- f- way less directionally challenged than I am, so she can get into the general vicinity. Yeah. And she's like, "I know it's like right, right over here, there," yeah. you know. <clears throat> and it's like for me, I can say this as a man that I'm directionally challenged when it comes to that shit. Yeah. And it's like. I've just started maybe in the last five years trying to be conscious of north, south, east, and west. You know, like, let's like, because, well, as a contractor, I'm talking to other contractors, a lot of times it'll be like, what's what is on the north side of the lot, west side of the lot? And it's like, hmm, that's a really good fucking question. I'm looking around and all that's <laughs> me, what, what, which, which, uh, which direction is the sun set now? <laughs> With your phone out, man, they got compass on that shit. I know, but it's just like I don't want to be. I don't yeah, want to be a, a I sheeple. I know. <laughs> yeah, when people tell me things in Madison, like, oh, it's not hard. It's not hard. Just go off a of fish hatchery, and then it's then your next right. I'm like, which one's fish hatchery? <laughs> right, and and how do I get the fish <laughs> <Yeah>. hatchery? <laughs> how far down twelve do I gotta go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where on the belt line do I gotta go? It's like, is it by the target? <laughs> yeah, is it past this? <laughs> and how far past? What am I gonna freak out and think I missed it? Yeah, <clears throat> I know. Um, my friend Peter, he's like, he like, he could go to fucking like Paris, like right now he could go to Paris, and they'd be like, "How do we get to our hotel?" And he'd say, "What's the address?" And they'd tell him, he'd be like, "All right, I got this." Really? Fucking a man! It's crazy. It's awesome. It's like it's so crazy. Like he's a he's a navigator like to the nth degree, and his memory is like living in L.A. He he doesn't like he doesn't use GPS for anything. Yeah, and it's like fucking. It's such a huge city, and he drives all over it for so many different things. And and it's just like, yeah, we're just gonna get on the four hundred five. We're gonna go over here. We're gonna get off on this ramp. But if that ramp's backed up, we can't use that one. We can use the next one and the double back. And it's like, how do you know this shit? See, maybe that's maybe that's why we're fucked is because we live in Wisconsin. Because that's a very specific route to take. He is his own map quest. In Wisconsin, when you ask directions, it's like, oh, yeah, drive for a little while that way until you see that barn and then hang right there. And then, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. No, you're right. You're fucking right. I, I had a buddy of mine. If listen. you come across the pond, you went too far. Yeah. Turn around. You had a buddy of mine live in Adams County. And he's, and he's just like, yeah, if you get past the stone silo, you went too far. I'm like, the what? Stone silo, you'll know what I mean. It's like, okay, <laughs> one fucking stone silo in all Adams County. If I get past it and I went too far, it's like, good to know. See, maybe we screw ourselves over. Yeah, by living here. Yeah. Yeah, it's just our own directions. There's a, there's a viral video of this fucking kid. It's like it's like three, and he's sitting at the, at the dinner table with the cowboy hat on, and he's with, like, his grandpa and his dad and his uncle. And, and uh, they ask him, like, like, uh, hey, how do you get, you know, from here to there? And he's like, well, you know, you go about three miles past the old wood fence line, and then you drive to the east a little ways, maybe a couple, two, three miles, and it's just the fucking cutest thing you ever saw in your life. It's awesome. And he's just <laughs> repeating 
just words. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have a fucking clue where he's going, but the words sound like an old man giving directions, you know? And that's like, yeah, the Midwest is just a bunch of old fuckers. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. What and was the other thing in the Midwest? It was a joke, a meme, or a TikTok. It was, yeah, like a few minutes is actually like half a mile. Oh, yeah. A ways is like, you know, a couple miles. Yeah, that's probably a Charlie Barron thing. If it's not, it should be. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure it is. I don't watch him, but my wife does all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's, he's got some some good shit. Some of the stuff, I mean, he's good, but you can tell, like, when a comedian is at the point where they start to try. Yeah. You know, it's just like you're, you're trying for... Well, there's only so many stereotypes you can... Uh, for, for Wisconsin? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he does. I mean, he does all right, though. He's, he's on, like, a... He's got a big fucking tour with this dude dad guy. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's doing a big old tour. Yeah, they got a little co-op with those guys, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a few of them that are like they had like a a, a dad Olympics. Okay. It was pretty good. Guys out there doing uh he's at the grill and he's fucking throwing the tongs up in the air, catching them and sliding them into his holster all in one move. And nice. it's like, oh, that's a, he gets a 9.2 for that <laughs> one, you know. And he's got this huge fucking dad belly. You know, it's sticking way out and a big mustache. He looks like one of them dudes from Dub Bears. Dub Bears. Yeah, he looks like one of those guys. It was, it's a great it was kind of funny. It is. Solid. Yeah. Solid. But, yeah, so I went up and saw the boys, hung out with the so boys. So you made it up there. Yeah. Um. So... Grab some steaks, okay. grab some brewskis, um, and uh, grab the bottle of whiskey. Because I told Connor, I said we'd have a glass of whiskey together, and uh, so it's. I, I love drinking whiskey with a bunch of guys that don't drink whiskey because <laughs> it's just like it's just kind of fun to watch them. And there's just <laughs> this one kid, Mitchell. Mitchell don't fucking do it. He, uh, we're sitting there, um, and. Uh, we had a, a, a couple beers, ate, ate some steaks, um, and we're sitting around bullshitting. And it's like, I didn't ever live this life. So it's it's, it's really, it's intriguing to me to see, like, their process. Because they got this one whole floor of, like, this big house. There's a bunch of girls that live upstairs on the next floor up. Okay. And, uh, like, like, what it would, would have been like to live with just a bunch of fucking dudes, you know? So it's like, there's this mannequin... I don't remember her name, like Heidi or Matilda or something. She's in the corner and she's dressed up. <laughs> and, okay. And, like, there's, like, uh, this fucking fold-away table that's got fucking everybody that's ever been in their house wrote some shit on there, drew pictures on there, and fucking wieners on it and shit. And it's, like, it was pretty clean, but it, but it, I realized later it was pretty clean because both me and another dude's parents were coming to town that oh, day. Oh, sure. So they they cleaned it up. Um but it was like bro central, yeah, you know. Um, and uh, so they're sitting around and and like they've been drinking since eleven a.m. You know, they got up and cracked a cold one, and, and they're just sipping on bush lights, like all fucking day. It's all that's what they do. Like, there's uh, we talked about the darty, you know. So yep. he said we were gonna darty, but you know it's a little cold outside, so we decided not to darty. And it's like, well, that's fine by me. So we're eat some steaks and we're sitting and. And it's like, all right. I, I told Connor, I said, you ready for whiskey? He says, I've just been waiting for you. And it's like, all right. So he, he gets out some whiskey glasses that I don't think they ever fucking use. 
You know, it's like this is like special occasion shit. Okay, this is so their they, fine china. Oh yeah, man, they got a, like real whiskey glasses. All right. <clears throat> so they get out the whiskey glasses and Connor the Glen Cairns? No, they don't have Glen Cairns. They're like more like whiskey tumblers, oh, but they're okay. like they're, low ball tumbler. Type yeah, things, they were right? they were fancy. Nice. And uh, and then he he uh, he fills he had filled up the silicone ice tray yeah. with the perfect cubes in it and everything. And he's like, they were ready. They were ready for you. Fuck yeah, they were ready. And so, uh, so we all, you know, they're like, what are we supposed to do? It's just like put a cube in there, just let it open up a little bit. And it wasn't like a great bottle of whiskey. It was a, it was a 1792 bourbon, you know, you ever had that one? No. It's pretty nice. It's, it's, it's really good. Okay. You, you've literally witnessed every bottle I've drank minus one. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. You said you've been microdosing enough. You've been expanding in the last three weeks. No, I'm microdosing, but I'm almost done with that bottle of Woodford Reserve and then I will go to the next bottle. Okay. Although I think it's going to still be a Woodford Reserve. Going to go double oaked. I was going to go double yeah, oaked. Yeah, double oaked, pretty nice. Um, I almost, I almost went Woodford Reserve, but um, I haven't had seventeen ninety two in a long time, and it's it's really tasty. Um, for thirty bucks, it's pretty tasty. So went up there and I poured everybody a glass of whiskey and clink the glasses, and we go sit down. And I'm just kind of just out of the corner of my eye. I'm watching all these guys, and they're just like smelling it, and, <laughs> and they're just like. Little tiny sip, and yeah. then I hear kind of go, God, oh, this is, yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty <laughs> good. <laughs> and this guy's like, he's like, what am I supposed to do? I'm like, just take a sip, you know, and and, and their kid's like, don't smell it, man. If you smell it, it's going to wreck you. Uh-huh. And I'm like, you have to smell it. Like, that's how you kind of get the, what the flavors. So you get that burn in your nose, fellas. You know, and then they were just like, oh, no. this one guy, he's like, I'm not taking any. It's like, I just can't do it. Brown liquor. No way. And he's like, every time, man, it's just so bad for me. And I'm like, well, you don't have to drink a fuckload of it. Just like, and and so um, Connor's like, I've been trying to tell these guys, man. It's like, my dad doesn't get smashed. He's refined. He drinks whiskey and refined. it's just, I'm, refi- I'm refined. Apparently. Yeah, <laughs> so um, finally this one kid's over there and, and and he's like taking two sips of all of his whiskey. And he's like, he's like, he's like, I don't know. He says, can I just, like, put some water in it? I'm like, yeah, you can put water in it. A lot of people do that. Like, people do, like, 50-50 whiskey and water. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, it's, it's no shame. I'm like, you just don't dump it out. You just got to know. Don't fucking dump it out. That's the rule. And he's just like, okay, man, okay. So then he's like, pretty soon the fucking whiskey's gone. I didn't notice it. And Connor goes, oh, did you finish your whiskey? And he's just like, no. He goes, I poured it back in a bottle. Oh, I'm like, oh, you did not. And he's and everybody's there is like, what the fuck? And he's just like, I didn't know what to do, man. I just couldn't drink it. I'm like, let someone else drink that shit. Never pour it back in a fucking bottle. I'm like, there was an ice cube in there. You don't do that. You contaminated the whole fucking bottle. And he's like, yeah, I'm sorry, man. I just didn't know. And so we're fucking with him. And. It was a pretty good time. It's a lesson, dude. It was a good lesson. It was a good lesson, and he learned it. <laughs> and that's why he got the thirty dollar bottle. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly why I got the thirty dollar bottle. But gentlemen, I've been in the same boat as you, and I'm <laughs> a lot older than you. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a good time though. He's got some good friends, and uh, it's uh, there's another young man up there. His name's Connor. Yep. Yeah, and so that Connor is fucking begging to come on here he wants to be on here so bad yeah that was the he was down here. that was the guy that was down and uh ready to rock and we weren't yep yeah yeah he said we'll get him in he told me he's he's like next time i'm in town man i'm doing this i'm like all right it's fucking let's hit, do it hit me up you know and he's like he's like i will i will he's like there's gonna be a couple weekends in april i'll be in town 
I'm like, all right, just hit me up. We'll figure yeah. it out. And he's like, all right, cool. And, uh, but apparently, so my son Connor and this Connor have quite the reputation with the ladies Ooh. at Stevens Point. <laughs> and so they're known as the Connors. And so like, but they're, they're like pretty nice dudes, mm-hmm. but he's probably still go home with a lot of different <laughs> ladies. But, uh, um, it's funny cause like they got, a um, like of this, this kid who was drinking whiskey, he's like, he'd go out with them and it's like, uh, he's like, Oh, you're with the Connors. <laughs> they got like <laughs> a name and it's just like, Jesus, you guys. And it's like, Oh, well, what are you going to fucking say, man? Just yeah. Can't turn it off. <laughs> So it's just, it's just like interesting. There wasn't a point where I was like, yeah, I want to go out with these guys and get smashed right. and all this stuff. But it was like, uh, maybe, <laughs> but it was like, no, uh, it, no, you got to, just, you got to experience a little bit of yeah, just, them and they got to experience a little bit of you. Yeah. It was, it was perfect. It was perfect. I guess there's, there's like that thing where it's like, cause this is my kid. I want to see him interact. Sure. Like with I, I I enjoy seeing him interact with his friends and I and and I enjoy being part of that mix to like hang out with some dudes, especially young guys cuz it's like we're all that age, you know, but it's like we don't ever like bullshit. We don't bullshit now like we bullshit it then. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a different energy, a different feeling all of it. And it's like the guys these guys got their little uh they peacock a little bit, you know, they got their own little version of like showing off their flair. And, uh, and it's just, it's just interesting. So I think it would have been interesting to like see them in an environment, like at a bar and just see what that looks like. Cause I, you know, sure at that age and how my son reacts to that, it's just like interesting to me. Not that I want to go out and get smashed. So because right. I, those days are, I'm not saying I'll never get smashed again, but I have like zero interest of being fucking hung over like that. Just wait till they're, Next whiskey night. Yeah, it's, oh, well, this is true. We can... Unrecorded whiskey night. Yeah, next <laughs> unrecorded whiskey night. All right. Well, we still have to schedule that one anyways, you know. I know Super we do. Warm, so. I know. It's uh, fucking football season got in the way. It's all right. It's over. It is. It, it's, it's over. You I, see... What? what? I watched football this year, but not intentionally. Like, intentionally as in, like, when I had nothing to do, I put it on, but... I don't know, man. The level of investment has just been downhill for me the last couple of years. That's because you're not part of a fantasy league. If you joined a fantasy league, it fucking changed the whole world. No, works. it wouldn't. It would. Bro, I joined a fantasy league back in high school. It was I, high school, bro. You know how much investment I put into that? I drafted my team, and then I never did a thing. Even when people had bye weeks, they were still playing for me. Yeah. I didn't even log into it that would, shit. It would be different now. If you had like a solid group of bros, and and everybody's doing fantasy football, because the thing is, it's like you end up getting together and watching football together more because your your people are playing, and then you're fucking like you know you're giving people shit because you're fucking you know your guys kicking their ass or you know you forgot to put your guy in off the bench or some yeah. shit, and it's just like I understand that, but it's it's I don't know I I don't got the time for it. I'd rather spend my Sunday hanging out with my kid than watching football. And that's fucking hand of God. I agree with that, hundred yeah. percent. When you but got, in sixteen years, yeah, when, when he's fucking got, out of the house and doing his own thing, fuck. When in in in, in ten five years, years when he hates me, whatever. Yeah, in ten years when he's a teenager and he doesn't want to do anything with exactly. you. 
Yeah. No. You know what? You're gonna be one of those dads. I I I just know you're gonna be one of those dads, and like his, your kids gonna be like, "Hey, Dad, can we go out and build something in the wood shop?" Like you're gonna be. That's gonna be you. I I guarantee it. You're such a fucking good dude, and I think you're an awesome dad. And it's just gonna be one of those things. And not the people's kids that don't want to do that aren't awesome dads, but it's like I think that your connection with your kids is gonna be like that. Like they're gonna want to hang with you. And at some point, you know, when they get a car, then it's going to change, you know, and then you're going to be lonely in the woodshop <laughs> on a lathe crying over a table leg because <laughs> your kid's like out driving around his car. But I, I think I don't I, lathe. You're good. <laughs> not yet. You don't. The lathe comes when you get older. That's the way it works. Yeah, maybe. I'm into square edges right now. Square edges? Square edges. Mm. Squared edges. You're an edgy guy. Yeah, I don't like that round shit. You don't. What about like if your kid wants to make a baseball bat with you? Would you get a lathe? No, no, you wouldn't. Skinny that shit down, and make a hockey stick. <laughs> you fucking liar! You fucking. We'll liar. route the edges. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. You you gotta route the baseball bat. Yeah. Make him hand sand that shit. <laughs> yeah, piece of fucking solid solid hickory. Just sand down the edges. Here you go. Here's your square baseball bat. Good luck. Yeah, that's actually, that'd be a cool project if they're into baseball. Yeah. See, I was never into baseball, so I never wanted to make that. We have a bunch of old bats uh, that were Sam's. I don't know where she acquired them, but they're all hanging up in our basement. Hanging? Yeah, they're like above our windows, kind of like on display. Because like, they're like super old. Like full on, full-size baseball bats? Various sizes. Okay. There's a couple full-size from like. The Louisville area. So you didn't you didn't like go the route of the the bluegills? No. <laughs> Those are in the corner. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. I got some shit for that one. <laughs> I know you did. That's why I brought it up. <laughs> Thanks. Let's keep you. reliving it. I, Everyone I forgot about you. it. I love you. Sorry, you started you talk about like hanging shit off the walls in your basement. I'm like, huh, oh, what are them bluegills are? <clears throat> hanging shit. Talking about more projects, I put up a bunch of uh, LED wafer lights. They look like can lights in our kitchen. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. They have a switch? Yeah. So we so we have, uh, we just had in our kitchen, which is about 12 by 12. It's actually 12 by 13. Um, we just had one fucking box in the middle of the kitchen, and every lighting fixture we put up there just was not adequate. And I looked up there, and... It was pre-wired for a ceiling fan mm -hmm. uh, because we don't have direct vent access for our kitchen hood. And I started cooking with a wok, so I smoke out the kitchen a lot. Yeah. And so we were talking. I was like, well, A, we need something to circulate the air, so putting a fan up there would be useful. And B, the lighting in our kitchen blows. So I looked up those little wafer lights, and they're super simple to do. You don't have to, if you know, they're thin enough where they just kind of clamp onto the ceiling drywall. You don't have to cut it out? You cut it out, but even if you cut it out and you're hitting your uh, roof. Oh, the, the um, joists? Joists. Yeah. Like they can fit underneath it, the thickness of the drywall. Oh, okay. So they're super thin. So you ran wiring and everything to these things? Yeah. So how'd you get into the, how'd you run the wiring? Did I ran you? out. I went up to the attic. Okay. Did because you? I wanted to verify. Sometimes there's things in the house that make me question. And even though the the ceiling fan wire was there. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure that it was actually like a box connected to some some structure. You mean connected to the joist? Yeah. Okay, instead of just like hang, sitting on top of the drywall? Right. 
Yeah. So, so you went up into the attic. Yep. And then you ran some new 12, 12 2. Yep. And then. No, 14 2. 14 2. Yeah. I suppose with LEDs, you don't need 12. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you have to keep it the same wire that was there. Like, I don't think you can go from 14 2 to 12 2. I'm not 100% on that. I'm not you an electrician. But you don't need to, right? No, you don't need to. I mean, it's like going from a half-inch pipe to a one-inch pipe. You're not yeah. going to get any more juice out of it. Right. You know, it's just like if you, if it's a, if it's 12-2 already, you can go from 12-2 to 14-2. You know, that doesn't, not gonna, it just necks it down. Yeah. You know, so it's, I mean, it's not a big deal. It's like you look at le, uh, uh, the, the light fixture itself, that's like a probably a 16-gauge or 18-gauge wire. Yeah, you know, super thin. So you can go from a 12-2 to wire nut it to that shit. Yeah, that's true. You know, so... But anyways, no. So we, uh, I, we marked it all out. We measured it out. We squared everything up, and uh, I drilled the holes, and then I went up into the attic and I pulled the wire. Look at you, Sam. Yeah. Four inch hole, six, six. Did you get one of those big six inch bits, or you just auger it out with a Dremel tool or something? Or no, I. Uh, it was an odd size, and this is probably my fault for getting that brand led but it needed to be 6.1 inch hole 0.1 fucking metric yeah 155 millimeters mm. so you know where you find 155 millimeter hole saw that's available immediately and not shipped through amazon where's that you don't <laughs> <laughs> so but you can get the adjustable ones that have like the blades mm. mm-hmm. and they can adjust and so i got six point it can adjust in quarter inch Things and it was Milwaukee brand and it had a little tray so you didn't dump a bunch of drywall dust and shit. So the holes are six point two five inches. Yeah, we well but it looks good because there's a flare on the light, so yeah, you don't see it. You don't see it. It looks good. And then I bought uh, you get a little dimmer switch so you can dim them and everything. It's legit, man. So you hooked it up to the switch that the original light was hooked up to. So we uh, we always had two switches. Uh, it's a th- it's a th- gang of three switches. One does our dining room. The middle one never functioned. And then the farthest one always did our kitchen light. And when I went up there, I tested it, and the middle one does, in fact, run the fan. Run the fan. So now the fan's on a separate switch. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Look at you. I know. I felt good. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Doing some electrical shit. I did some electrical shit. I did some plumbing shit. I'm like, fuck yeah. And then I have shelves that Sam's wanted to hung since Christmas that I haven't touched. Nice, man. Well, see, hey, you get fucking lemons, man. God, God gave you some some COVID lemons. Yeah. So if you didn't know, I have COVID. Woo. Had. 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 Had COVID. I'm out of the... Well, Cause, technically, cause if, I'm still in the... If you have COVID, then I'm an asshole for sitting in this room for you with you with your fucking well, COVID. we're in the range of the five to ten days after range. Yeah. So I can be in public with a mask. Well. I'm allowed to see people again. Here's the here's the long and short of it that I realized was like we were at a party. I saw you. The next day you called me and said, Oh, by the way, and it's just like, okay, so how many functions do I go to where I'm at a room with that many people? Like lately quite a few, honestly, because I went to a buddy of mine's party because he's He's got cancer and all that stuff, and it was just like, and this was like far enough after this party, so everybody that's worried about it, I'm not going out killing people, but like there was a 
couple hundred people there, and it's just like, how many of those couple hundred people could have had COVID yeah, or I exposed think, to somebody who had COVID? I think it's getting more prominent. It's 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 fucking everywhere. It's everywhere. It's endemic now. That's the way it is. That's the way I see it. Yeah. It's fucking endemic. And at this point, if you're sick, then stay the fuck away. Yeah. If you don't feel good, stay home. But at the end of the day, just like with you, you tested a million fucking times. Yeah. It's so like, the, you can't I mean, test. You can't test all the time. And then, you know, A, the fucking tests, you can only get so many free ones. And then you're testing your ass off all the time. And then it's just like, it's we're back to the stage where it's like, if you're sick, just stay home. Yeah. So in transparency, I wasn't sick. And I was testing daily. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I, I hope I didn't make it sound like you were. <laughs> you weren't sick. No. no. But but here's the thing. We knew, you know, there's COVID in my family. Yeah. So that's why we haven't podcasted. My my youngest tested positive, fuck, at this point, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's been a long ass time. And then it took another four to five days for my wife to test positive. That was longer than that. It was okay. a while. It was, I think it was five days. Okay. Four or five. I don't remember. West tested positive Sunday. Well, the last time we podcast, I said I have to go because my wife was taken West to the urgent care because we thought he had an ear infection. Right, right. In that, he didn't have an ear infection, but they tested him for COVID, and he ended up testing positive for COVID. Right. No one else was positive. We, the whole family got tested. And then Sam tested positive that Thursday, I think. So it would have been four days, five days. Mm-hmm. And then Lincoln and I kept testing negative then eventually lincoln tested positive i think that next wednesday or thursday right and i was still negative right that's what i'm saying and then it was sam after that right no sam sam had oh had it after west sam had it west and then lincoln and then i was negative 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 and i was literally testing every day right and uh the function of the gala we tested twice mm-hmm. that morning at nine through walgreens plus an at-home test before the thing started and uh i lost my voice but mm-hmm. I thought that was just because I was yelling. Um, and then, yeah, Saturday finally crashed. Yeah. Is what it is. But, it, yeah, it took me what? From first first person in my family, it took me a solid two weeks to get COVID. So it was two weeks of thinking I had COVID or was going to get COVID. And then everyone literally ended their quarantine, and I'm still COVID-free. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of a fucking long, drung out process. Yeah, fucking blows. Yeah. Yeah. Have you been going to the gym? No, no, cannot go to the gym. Do you I haven't gone it? for two weeks, and I can tell. It? Yes, fucking sucks, don't it? When you can't go. I was sitting there, so I ended quarantine. My quarantine air quotes, but I'm still supposed to wear a mask outside. That ended yesterday, and uh, so I'm like, can I go to the gym this week or not? Because I really want to go to the gym. Fuck yeah, you can go to the gym, even if you want to wear a mask inside. Go to the gym. Like, See, but I don't want to wear a mask. I don't want to sit there and roll my ass off wearing a mask. Just go to the gym. Especially if you go on the diamond night you go, there's yeah, like no, three I don't people see in there. there. There's like three people in there. Go to the gym. Go into the sauna. Burn that shit out. Yeah. Uh, mucus will flow right out of your nose. <laughs> that fucking sauna's got to be gross. so gross. <laughs> every, not, every time I go in there lately, I'm like, mm, I'm not going to lean against the wall or anything. <laughs> I, just, I just sit on the bench. I what? sit on the bench as well. Do you wear shoes in there? No. So there's people in there that wear shoes into the sauna. And I was like, hmm. Like Crocs. Okay. I did see That would some, make sense. I did see some dudes wear like fucking full on sneakers. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like Crocs would make sense. Yeah. So for sure. Like or sandals. Some, some, yeah. Some Crocs. You yeah. know, they were wearing Crocs. I'm like, huh. 
That's not a bad idea. Yeah. It's probably a lot of funk on the floor that for sure. Maybe I don't want up in my toes. But then I was like, think about it. And it's like, ah, oh, but like that's the maybe that's the key to my fucking immunity. <laughs> it's like walking around and all this bacteria absorbing through the bottom of my feet because your bottom of your feet they absorb some shit. Yeah. You know? So it's like it's like, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm doing myself some disservice by not absorbing up somebody's snot rocket. Mm. <laughs> Pretty fucking gross, so I bet. It is pretty gross in there. Yeah, it's probably, I bet it's pretty gross. I was thinking about, like, how often they actually, like, hose down the steam room. Because I don't think there's a drain in the floor. I was going to say, I don't think... I looked the other day, but it's too steamy. But by me, I was like, there's not a drain anywhere. Yeah, I don't think there's a drain on in the floor. This room is condensating like fuck. Yeah. So what I do now, because because of that, um, when I'm done, if it's, like, later in the evening... Yeah. I'll open the door and point the fan at the door, and then it pushes out all the steam and everything, yeah. and it dries it out. Because it just can't be good to have that water just sit in there for hours and hours, just hanging out with all the bacteria. It probably isn't. I really, I'm assuming they did some consulting before they put that thing in. Well, it was in. It's been in for for a long time. Okay, I thought Brandon it was retrofit. Just, Brandon just rehabbed it. Okay. No, I think it's been in there for a long time. Gotcha. Yeah, like it's got its own room with the fucking spa thingy. Yeah. Or the steam thing. No, like lately it's been, uh, I take a towel in there and sit on the towel on mm-hmm. the bench. Yeah. And otherwise it's just me and my sacks. Yeah, you. the same, same. Yeah, I just, but I, I did, when I saw the guys in sandals, it's like, oh, it's not a bad idea. No, it's not actually. You know, like it's good bike. That's probably the grossest part is the floor. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, all the... All like the the bodily fluids are going to the floor. Yeah, you know? it's really hard for me to know in the steam room if I'm sweating or if all the condensation is just pooling up on my body. Well, you know, you got it. Like how I can tell is my hair. Because like if, my hair gets soaked. Yeah, and that's sweat. Really? Fuck yeah! I think that's totally sweat. Because my hair, like, it takes a while for my hair. Because then once my hair starts to really get wet, then it's just like it's got to be sweat. I think it's I, I totally think it's sweat I hair. think that's condensation Yeah I don't know man Cause like when you walk in there Yeah it's super fucking steamy in the air But I don't know look, fucking look it up. I don't know look it up. It's not that important look it up. Wanna know something else I learned on quarantine What'd you learn That flammable and inflammable Mean the same fucking thing Wait a minute Why? Why even fucking say in then because it's a different derivative from a different language. Flammable and so I guess it's not unflammable. What is not flammable? I then? don't know. How do you say not flammable other than not flammable? Not flammable. That's it. Yeah. That's Inflammable means very flammable. <laughs> really? Yeah. Who the fuck thought of that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look up. I don't even know why I learned that. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm, I'm curious. As, I, I'm waiting for you to tell me the story. I don't remember the story. I just remember seeing it. I'm like, wait, what? And then I looked it up. I'm like, holy shit. Inf- inflammable versus flammable. Is there a difference between flammable and inflammable? If something is flammable, it means it can be set to fire, such as a piece of wood. However, inflammable means that a substance is capable of bursting into flames without the need of any ignition. Unstable liquid chemicals and certain types of fuel fall into this category. So, like, uh, 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 
So I, spontaneous like, combustion. Yeah, shit. like like if it gets above eighty five degrees or ninety five or one hundred five or whatever, okay, it, it's inflammable. Okay. So it's like, still though, that's a fucked. It, like when you when you, if you would have just come to me and said, "Oh, this table's inflammable," I would have thought you meant that table does not burn. Right. No, it's like it. Yeah, it's inflammable. It means it's like fire retardant. It's got fire retardant on it. You got what fire retardant is, on you. What the fuck? What a fucking dick. I'm leaving. <laughs> okay, see ya. <laughs> What's the difference between an asshole named Kyle and... <laughs> uh, no, I don't want to say one. What's the difference. What is the opposite of flammable? Of flammable. Joe Rogan says I should use DuckDuckGo. But I don't. Do you? No. I've used it. It's all right. Yeah. Don. It's Don. Non-flammable. Yeah, see, it's boring. It is. Non-flammable. What a shitty language this English is. English is bullshit. English is hard, man. Yeah. It's just too many... (laughs) There's a lot of funny comedians out there that will, like, make fun of the English language, and they're like, there's, like, 72 ways to say the word shit, and they all mean different things. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, it kind of makes sense. Or words that are pronounced exactly the same but are spelled totally different. Yeah. Yeah, like it doesn't make or, sense. Or, or spelt totally the same and mean totally different things. Yeah, and then yeah. pronounced differently. Yeah, yeah. It's just fucking... Or, you know, read, read. Yeah. Yeah. Two different fucking things. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? God so damn it. confusing. I think English actually, like, well, is what, one of the hardest language. Why do you think other fucking countries hate us? <laughs> We're fucking so pretentious we had to make this fucking language that just doesn't make any fucking sense at all unless you live here. And then we're going to say that everybody has to talking about it. we made this language. We made this fucking language. England speaks English. Yeah, I know, but England speaks English not the way we do. Their English no, they have is an accent. More, I know <laughs> fucking that their English is simpler than ours is. Is it? Fuck yes, it's simpler than ours. They don't have this all the same fucking bullshit extra words we put in every year, single year to the dictionary. So how do you delineate American English and British? Is it just British English? I don't know. It's fucking their accent. That's how I do it. <laughs> They say shit like wanker. <laughs> That's the difference. It's like if you hear someone say wanker, you know it's not us. That's the way it works. Dude, I was reading this morning. What the fuck are we going to do with the space station? We're sharing it with Russia. Well, I'm not up to speed. I don't know. What the fuck? You're not up to speed. Oh, about the space station. Like, I, I know what's going like, on with Jesus Russia. Jesus Christ. It's like, all you've been doing is hanging ceiling lights this whole last three weeks. I didn't know about the space station. Well, I just read about this morning, but the ISS is like it's a split endeavor yeah. between all these different countries, but Russia's a pretty big fucking piece of it. Everyone the, come home and blow the fucker up. Huh? That's the solution. Blow up the space station. Well, come home first. Why the fuck would you want to blow it up? <laughs> it's, 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 there's important scientific <laughs> in the shit going on up there. I was just thinking about it. It's what just, do they do up there? I don't know, fucking float around. <laughs> they do experiments and shit, and then they, like, I think they, like, look into space. Fucking wow. Probably man. look back at the Earth and be like, wow. <laughs> That's what they do. Take pictures, take a lot of fucking pictures. I don't know, honestly. I don't know a lot of what. I, th- I think it's a lot of, like, experiments and shit yeah. in space. Like, they're growing shit. They're, like, shitting and pissing, and then they're like, what do you do with it? <laughs> super, <laughs> super crazy experiments. Um but anyway, I th- I did think it was interesting. It's like, so you're up there, and you got like, 
there's two cosmonauts up there right now. There's three American astronauts. There's a Japanese astronaut and like a Canadian astronaut. And it's just like, so you're the two cosmonauts, right? Yeah, you got to feel like someone's going to fucking stab you in the right. back. Right. It's just like, it's like there's only, you know, Yuri, well, there's only two of us. <laughs> we have to watch our, each other's back, man. Because <laughs> it's yeah. like, because fucking Putin's down there blowing the fuck out of little countries and a little sabotage in the, yeah, the and, breathing hose with and holes. All of a sudden the news comes in. <laughs> And it's like, so so. Let's just say you're up there, right? And 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 word, word comes in that Russia's fucking blowing the shit out of Ukraine, right? You know, every fucking person up there turned around and looked at the the Russians like a little side eye. Yeah, it's just like, did you know about this shit, motherfuckers? You knew, didn't you? And they're just like, oh, I had no idea. <laughs> I would think, in a small setting like that, like with that few people, they've probably built good enough relationships where. Because it's not the individual people of Russia. I know. I, that's what I'm saying. That's the part that makes it funny. Because it's like, you know it's not them. Yeah. But it's like, at the same time, you're not going to not like, yeah, look at them. Right. You know? It's like, and then and then they're going to like go, they're going to have to like take some heat. You know? It's like, how how do I, you know, how do you, how do you walk out of that? Like, I love my motherland, but yeah, yeah. we're kind of assholes and we fucking blow people up. True. You know, it's got to be a sketchy and... Due in like, I don't know, like in April, there's like supposed to be three more cosmonauts heading to the ISS. Just lock the door. <laughs> well, it's like, but then there's five of them. Now they're now they're bigger than the other groups. It's like, what do they do then? Are they, they going to start fucking like? <laughs> yeah, but isn't there supposed to, isn't there a changeover then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, what happens? You know, is are are, are the the rest? Dude, of the- if they let three more Russian astronauts into that thing. I would bail. It's not the people, man. They're just friends. You gotta no, know but, this. <laughs> but at that point, they're not like the new people aren't friends. Like they. How could do be, you know they could be know, people true. that have been there before already? That's true. But, but no, you see, know damn well that's that what I'm coming, talking about. They're bro. coming up with some shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't but, mind this USB of virus that's gonna kill us all. No, they're not gonna kill <clears> everybody <throat> up there. They're gonna show up with a sharpened toothbrush and fucking shove people in the back. <laughs> oh, everyone like, but the Russian yeah, soldiers are dead what what happened to the canadian oh i don't know it's so crazy <laughs> he's got the blood is flying through the air <laughs> it just floats yeah it's just like it's like new oh. experiment it yeah, just you, floats. wouldn't that be fucking crazy though you're sitting there and you're like doing some little fucking experiment and all of a sudden this little fucking red globule just comes whoop. comes walking like crawling past your face like what the fuck is that so then you, you touch it and it's like hmm you turn around, and here's fucking Yuri shaking <laughs> the Canadian. Uh, 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 and it's just like, what the fuck? Hell, I mean, okay, so if shit goes down on the ISS, right, and they're and they're like having, going fisticuffs or some shit, and, they're, and then all of a sudden, because hell, hell breaks loose, and there's five Russians, and everybody's looking at the Russians a little funny, mm-hmm. and the Russians are like feeling a little bit like, like, man, I'm fucking, we better do something. These people are going to... Attack us, even though we're our friends. You know, it's just like, there's. How would that go down? Like, you just start like fucking. Okay, everybody's going down. You know, yeah. start fucking yanking wires or some shit. Like, what happens? And is there is there a little fucking like is there a jail cell on the ISS for people who fuck mm, that's up? That's a valid point. You know, like you could tase somebody. Does ta- do tasers work in space? 
I like, would imagine. How would you subdue like somebody? Like, let's say someone goes up there and loses their shit. Yeah, you know, it's like there's got to be some way to like maybe strap them restraints. Yeah, you know, maybe not a jail cell, but some kind of restraints. So, so pretty soon, all five Russians got everybody else like fucking strapped to the wall. And yeah, like, man, it might just turn into uh, what's the old computer war games? War games. War, war games. games. Yeah, war it, games. It, it's, it's called war games. Yeah. Uh, you know we're. Small you, enough dude. setting, like every with everything's going. If we're going, everything's going. Well, that's it, right? What's the end game? Yeah, you know, either either we all can survive this, or we can all die doing it. Yeah, you know? yeah, you know, it, and thinking about like, you know, the viruses and the shit that we that we can do now so with cyber warfare. Yeah, and it's just like all we got to do is like infect some satellites. That's it. I was thinking about it the other day where it's like, okay, so. Right now, our satellites are watching all of fucking Russia. We're watching everywhere where we know they have missile silos. Like, everything is being watched. That's how we knew all the movements and the ground movements getting in and around Ukraine. Like, it's all we've got photography from the fucking space. Then we gave that all to China. Well, they took it. No. They, They already knew. They knew. They, like, they infiltrated us with their people. They came over as, like, little seven year old kids. I am so happy to be American. And then they what the fuck are you talking the about? Chinese spies? Okay, not, not all Chinese are no, no, like no, that, but, but like they, they China sent spies over here and they grew up here and then they stole information and took it back. Okay, that's great, but you know, we, the U.S. government, shared our intel that Russia was going to invade Ukraine with China to try and get them to help us stop it, and instead China just gave over our intel to Russia and said they know this. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! No, I didn't know that. Well, real quick, I want to backtrack on that because I sound like a racist fuck. Just <laughs> really not what I meant. <laughs> I was just like, I just, I just heard stories about like they would send families from China over here to immigrate here many, many years ago, and the little kids would show up. But then, as they got to be adults, they send them to university and then steal secrets and then send information back. That's how it works. Okay, spies. We do it too. Oh, for sure, man. Fuck yeah, we do it too. Anyway, I didn't know. So, well, because Putin and Ping. Xi Ping, right? Is that his name? I don't know. I think it's Xi 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 Ping or yeah, something. Something like that. Um, I think it's Ping. They're buds. Well, I don't know if they're buds, but now, um, from what I understand, listening to podcasts and reading newspapers, is actual newspapers. Uh, no, online newspapers. Yeah. But uh, like they want to be allies because they, because China wants to take Taiwan. Well, yeah. And Russia clearly wants Ukraine and others. And so if they can befriend each other in their growth. I know what it feels like over here. What do you think it feels like being in the UK and Germany and Poland? Those fucking countries over there that are part of the UN. I would imagine some of the larger ones. I don't know. But what didn't Putin already make threats to like Finland and someone else? Like smaller countries? I don't know about If you that. help Ukraine, oh, be prepared. He fucking, he made those threats to the world. Yeah. Yeah, because I think he said about us, too. He said, he said, if you, if you decide to help Ukraine, you, you know, we will go farther than anybody's ever gone before. Yeah, well, we're so fucking weak right now. I know. I was going to ask. Do you, what do you do? Well, what? I was going to ask first, do you think, going back to the space station, do they train astronauts in, like, combat? I think that they... I mean, At least, like, some martial arts stuff, like... 
Like when they send a fucking third grade teacher to space and she's not a fucking, I bet you she doesn't get combat training. She gets space station training, like G forces and zero yeah. gravity shit. And yeah, but I, I bet you not all of them. Yeah, I bet you like the ones that are military. So like all the cosmonauts, the, the three I was gonna new say, cosmonauts. I bet, I bet all the Russian astronauts know some level oh, of fucking. Oh, fuck yes, they do. Fuck yeah, guaranteed. Any any Russian cosmonaut will murder you in a fist fight. <laughs> <laughs> like they will murder you in a fist fight. You're breaking some big stereotypical rules here. Well, not just mean because they're good fighters. Like I think anybody, like a lot of a lot of European countries teaching teaching men how to fight yeah well and, go back and women it's a it i think it's part of their upbringing i do too and go it's back not here go back to the uh oh was it like a year ago when we were joking about the the new military ad that dropped yeah. for for russia and then the yeah. new one that dropped for the u.s yeah like there's your there's yeah. where we, there's where we stand yeah. and when i say they'll murder you i don't mean like they're just gonna walk up and murder <laughs> you i mean like they can you, though if you got in a fight with them between the third grade teacher, Mrs. You know, Maisel oh, from, sure. from South Bend, Indiana, and then this Russian cosmonaut who's like 27 years old or 37 years old and knows seven different forms of martial arts and has got a yeah, jaw, why jaw it, like a piece of granite. Why is it when I stereotypically think of Russian like badasses, they're like older gentlemen? Yeah, old dudes. Yeah, why is that? Is that just well, it's, movies? It's movies. Yeah, okay. I'm sure it's movies. I'm sure it's movies. It's like, yeah. They're, well, in the, the American propaganda machine isn't going to put out these really... I mean, other than uh, um, Ivan Dragoff, who beat the fuck out of Rocky Balboa and Apollo Creed. Like, how many how many young, studly Russian dudes do you see in the movies? Yeah. You know, it's like, we don't do that. Can't be doing that. No, I think in our movies, we've had Russia as the bad guys for... Oh, more than anyone else that I can think of. Yeah, my boy and his friends were all watching Red Dawn just yeah. to get prepped. They're like, just to get prepped. This is a hype film. They're like, we got to get hype for Wait, this. Wait, the original or didn't they redo it? They did. They watched the remake. I, okay. told, them, I told them they got to watch the original. But yeah, they, they're like, yeah, we watched Red Dawn. You know, just, you know, got to get ready. I'm like, well, you fucking don't know, man. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I don't think that that's the style of war that we'll, we'll have ever no. again. Like, A, you can't sneak up on us you know it's like because of all the intel we have there's no way i don't think that they could sneak up with fucking actual war machines you know it's like so you don't worry about that and then i also think they know that like if they were to try to invade a country like us you know it's like there's there's more guns here than there are people yeah you know so it's like you're really you're 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 fighting Maybe not three hundred and fifty million, but you're fighting a lot more than just yeah. There's, know. and I don't remember the quote or when the time frame even was, but there was a there there is a quote, isn't it? Where it's like, the you don't invade America because exactly that because every farmer, every yeah. rancher, every person who looks like a normal person has a gun. Yep, like that's the scariest threat right there. Yep. And I just think, yeah, times are changed. Well, but. that's what happened in World War II, I guess. And I, this is probably complete and total misinformation, but I'm going to put it out there anyway. Is that, like, they sent, like, U-boats to the East Coast. Okay. And, like, they had people come come ashore and, like, walk around. And they were like, fuck, everybody here is packing. <laughs> like, like, we're not just going to fight the military here. Like, we're going to fight everybody. Yeah. 
you know, and then that's kind of happened in in Ukraine, but not by choice. I don't think. I think there's no. I, th- I mean, he's, like, he's uh, handing out everything he can. Right, but I think there's a like I I heard that there's a lot of um a lot of it's like ages eighteen to sixty or something like that or sixteen to sixty. Like if you're that age, you you can't leave. You have to stay and fight. Yeah, you know, and it's like so it's like it's a, is it kind of like a draft? Like, and how many people are staying it for national pride, and how many people are staying because they have to? You know, it's like at the end of the day, I mean, what the fuck are you gonna do? Yeah, you know, you got to stand and stand your ground. Okay, here here's the quote. It's uh. Isoruku Yomamoto, a Japanese admiral. You cannot invade the mainland America. There would be a rifle behind every blade of grass. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's the truth. And I just think if something were to happen, it's going to be fucking, unfortunately, the quick and dirty thing of an airborne... Missiles. Missiles. Yeah. And that's and that shit... Like, I, I hope to God and I pray to God that nothing like that ever happens... But when you talk about like the active shooter stuff, there's more fear in the active shooter stuff, like when it's happening. But I feel like it's almost less dangerous than a bomb. A bomb just happens. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I have more preemptive fear over just a bomb because no one knows it's there. It just fucking happens and then it's done and it's mass casualties yeah. in a fucking instant. Where when you talk active shooter, like as horrific and terrifying as it is, like it, it's one shot at a time. And I know that happens quick, mm-hmm. but you have some fighting. You have a chance to fight against it. Well, and if there's an active shooter, like you go into a building and there's an active shooter in a building, it's like, you know, the fuckers in the building. Yeah. It's like if a big fucking bomb goes off and kills a bunch of people for miles and miles and miles around, everybody's like, is there another bomb? Right. You know, it's like the, the unknown is enough to fucking put people, you know, fuck them up. Like, psychologically, a bomb is far more damaging than an active shooter situation. Yeah. You know, because it's like, it puts everybody on edge. Yeah, it puts you on edge. I just, and I guess I think, at least you have, at least there's a fighting chance in a numbers game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so, you know, when you talk non-domestically, so what's internationally? I don't know. You talk on a war level thing, not just like a terrorist thing mm-hmm. shit man it's like that's yeah i'd rather have people try and invade us than just blow the fuck yeah for sure strikes for sure yeah i mean it's it's a uh it's like a more slow ugly looking slower war. it's ugly but i have a chance to defend myself right exactly yeah well and that's the thing we were looking at last night it's like okay so what's the fallout of a nuclear weapon you know like a whatever 100 megaton bomb or some shit like that because it's like okay so what's if you're Russia, what do you do to the United States? You know, what's if you're really going to fucking do it, what do you do? You know, is this Ukraine shit a fucking <clears throat> distraction? So everybody's paying attention to that while they're doing something else? Like, what do you do? So you, you attack, like, you attack our power grid because it's super fucking vulnerable. <clears throat> yeah. Our power grid is so fucking vulnerable. You know, drinking water. Like, all that shit, that's what you attack, right? Because you take away all the basic needs first. And then, it's like, then you fucking drop a bomb. You know, you pick a big fucking city, and you level it. And you and you just let that chaos spread. You know, it's like, it's all it take. You know, yeah. but I mean, it's it's like, they, like, if you look at Russia, 
I bet you they're fucking, they're ready for a big fucking bomb. Like, they probably got plans in place. Like, we don't. We you might. Know? You think? Like, but I like our, our people, like our citizens. No. You know, I don't, we're not ready. <clears throat> you know, it's like, there's something about like that autocracy. Is that what it is? An autocracy? I have no idea. It's a, that re- dictatorship, the regime, whatever you want to call it, the way they do it. It's like, when it comes to dealing with shit like this, like, they know what they're doing. They've been preparing, you know. It's like in a democracy like we live in here, it's just like because the people are not connected to the government in that way that we're like, other than, you know, rural America, and they're just ready to defend their backyard. Right. You know, we're not ready for that. You know, it's like, it's like we're just, I don't know, we're soft little bags of meat running around tweeting shit. Yeah. You know, and, uh. I don't want to go all dark here, but it's just like, it's just, I don't know, man. It's weird. It's really weird. And what's it going to take for us to get involved over there? You know, is it going to be them like invading a UN country? Is that what it's going to be? Sounds like it. You know, so it's like, what's, what happens if they go to the UK? Then what? You know, then we got to fucking, oh, well. And I'll say this. Like, fucking, we could have done more shit faster than we did. For sure. Like like the sanctions we put down, it's it's like I'm 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 more centrist. I'm left center, mm-hmm. really. But fucking A. Dude It's like come on. This is the same I'm so tired of getting fed the same fucking lines because in the same presser he goes, We've known about this for months. We knew this was gonna happen for months and months, yet we did nothing. Yeah, And then after the fact, we're going to lay out these sanctions where he literally, the president in his speech said, we know these will probably be ineffective and we'll have to pay the price here at home. So we're going to do stuff that affects Americans and really doesn't change the outcome. That sounds like a dumbass plan. Yeah, it's optics. It's, it's op- optics. It's optics. You know what the number one thing for Russia on their GDP is that we didn't put a fucking sanction on? Oil and natural gas. It's yeah. like 70% of their economy. And they they you, they built up a fucking war chest of $680 billion or some shit because they knew the sanctions were coming. All of them did. They fucking knew. Putin, like, the, oh, we're going to seize all of his friends' money. It's like, he doesn't fucking care. He's got $680 billion. They'll just go to him. Yeah. You know, it's like, he, and I'm sure he probably had meetings with all of his fucking buddies that are super rich oligarchs. And they're like, he's like, don't worry. Yeah. I'll, I'll take care of you. We have we have so much fucking money. It's fine. Well, and if you and then he's got China on his side, and it's yeah, it's it's yeah. just we're we're really bad at this. What fuck yeah, we're bad at this. And then you look at the Afghanistan thing, and when we were told, oh, they have a plan, and this was the plan all along, and then it happens with a full switch, and then two months later, you're like, yeah, well, we weren't really prepared for that, even though we say we were prepared for that, and blah blah blah. It's like no one knows what the fuck's going on. No, we we are not we're not built for war anymore. We're not built for that. No, we're a built we're built to appease the offended. Yep. And we're a we're built to check a box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not we're not, we're not built to I mean the way we run our country is not designed to do this. I mean, I'm sure there's some bad motherfuckers out there. For sure. That we have them. I know they're there. I believe they're there. But that doesn't mean that they have the fucking reins. You know, it's going to be a point where it's like 
you're going to have to give the reins to somebody who's willing to do the hard fucking thing. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I just read <clears throat> yesterday that, that um, after they fucking started shelling Ukraine, United States did $600 million of trade with Russia. Yeah. After. It's like, what the literal fuck? It's like, no, we're not trading with you. You're, they didn't you're do a- anything on the oil. Again, yeah. 70% of the economy, and we're going to be like, well, we're going to still support 70% of your economy. Right. Well, now, to be fair, with the UN anyway, like 40% of Germany's energy comes from Russia. 40% of it. Yeah. So there's got to be some a little bit of like pushback from some of the other European countries that are just like, okay, well, if we fucking cut this off, we're fucked. Like, if we cut off the pipeline from Russia 100% right now, we're so fucked. And it's like, but if we've known for months and fucking Russia's been moving all this shit closer to the Ukraine, it's yeah. like, okay, Why so... Why don't we do something about so it? So long-term, what's the worst-case scenario here and how can we prepare for it? It's like, ramp up a couple more fucking plants. You know those coal plants you've been shutting down, bitches? Start them Now's back up. Now's not the time to be green. Yeah, you, you fucking fire them back up because if you don't, you're fucked. And, and Germany put itself in a bad place. When they when they fucking w- tried to go a hundred percent green. Well, if I, I mean, I think that I think they like decommissioned their coal plants. Like yeah. like fucking like they don't work anymore. Well, we decommissioned fucking some oil pipelines. Yeah, it's it's just yeah. It's, you know, in a weird sense, not that I'm a geopolitical mastermind or anything, but if Russia has a reserve and you wanted the world or major countries to fucking agree with you, why don't I just cut them off? If if Germany's 40% of energy comes from Russia, be like, fuck you. There's a switch. Well, because they need the money. It's all about the money. That's I know the, that's that. That's the whole reason. I'm, so, but I'm saying if he had 600 and something billion dollars in reserves. Well, right now he's willing to do that. <clears throat> he's willing to. It's like, but that's the thing. He doesn't want to piss off everybody right now. He just wants to, like, he just wants to keep, don't worry. I'm just putting, I'm just, I'm just putting my toe over the line. I'm yeah. not, I'm not really doing anything wrong. I'm just saying, what if I put my toe over the line? I'm just, I'm just gonna put it out there well, just a little bit. Because what, what I understand is like they're not looking to take over Ukraine. They're looking to well. decapitate. Well, yeah, but they're looking to decapitate the government or whatever and reinstitute a government that's friendly to Russia, and that's non-friendly to the UN. Yeah, I think that's what they're saying. Yeah, I think that's a fucking total bullshit. Because if you look, did you see the list of what what Ukraine's got? No, they're like the number two producer of wheat in all of Europe. They're the number one producer of like it's like plutonium or titanium or some shit like some foreign, uh, not foreign, but like uh, superconductor metals okay. and shit. Like they've got a lot of amazing shit underground and their soil and everything else. They produce a lot there, and it's like they've got the largest amount of farmland in all of Europe right now available. Okay, like it's like it's a there's a lot of good shit. Um, there's a, I'm going to read it because it's, it's pretty fucking interesting. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's kind of sad when you're powerless and Ukraine, you're powerless as in you and me, and you have a country over there literally saying, we recognize that the global powers of the world are just sitting back and watching this happen. Isn't that what their president said? Which, oh, the... Uh, Ukrainian. Vladimir, yeah, the Ukrainian guy? Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. I can't find it. I'm not even going to look. It's, it's distracting. But it's got to feel, you know, so I try to look back, like, how long did it take us to get into World War II? Like, a long time. There's a lot of fucking well, people what, being Pearl there. Harbor? Was that the definitive moment? When we went after Japan? Is that the first time we entered the war? Yeah, maybe I'm... Yeah. See, I'm not a good historian, unfortunately. So we waited a long time. Sure, like shit was happening in Europe. Yeah, like like people were being murdered Yeah, and sent to concentration camps and all the shit. Like that was all happening and we knew about it Yeah, for a long time. And before we're like, oh, that's fucking not our fight. You know, right. that's like at, at what level, you know... Does it, do we as a foreign power inter, you know, intervene, yeah. you know? And so it's like either we intervene quickly because it hits our pocketbook or we intervene slowly because it's a, it's a, uh, something against humanity crisis. What's it called? The crime crime against humanity. You know, it's like the crime against humanity. It doesn't doesn't reach the same level as importance of of a couple billion dollars. Yeah, you know, so it's like. Well, I mean, look at uh, so there's some bars that pulled Russian vodka. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of the new thing right now is all these American bars, but then the the running point was, yet we still have everything made in China. Yeah. So is it optics or are we actually do we actually care about this shit? Well, that's the thing, right? You know, you got fucking Joe and Larry going up to the bars like. Fuck Russia, man! Fucking commies! Just take get them, get that vodka out of here, man! And then it's just like, yeah, but your every piece of clothing you wear is Chinese. Yep. Your car's Chinese. Your phone's Chinese. The fucking everything, you know, it, it's totally optics. And it's like, and I think that's kind of part of like the dumbing down of the American citizen. Well, it's, I mean, everything is just like I said to check a box, but it's none. Yeah. Nothing means anything. Yeah, freedom fries, man. Fucking hell. <laughs> Remember the Freedom Fries? That's yeah. the dumbest fucking campaign. So fucking dumb. We were going to call them French Fries. That was 9 11, right? Yeah. Yeah, something okay. like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it was 9 11. Yeah. yeah. It's like, we're not going to call them French Fries. We're going to call them Freedom Fries. That lasted like a week. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's, it, and goes back, I just swear, man. It's like our fucking brains are, are so mush. Like when it comes to like critical thinking about this shit, it's just like, our, and it's not like our fault. We're inundated with bullshit all the time. It's like, so I was looking through this feed of like videos on Ukraine on YouTube and like, and then, then this one is just like Kanye and Kim are doing this. And mm-hmm. it's just like, and I'm like the, the most world renowned expert on Kanye because I follow everything he does. And it's like 24 seven. I know what's happening with Kanye. And it's just like, is that your fucking life? Like your whole fucking life exists to follow Kanye West. It's like, like what a fucking sad existence where where we live where the person's all their life, their entire existence 24 seven is to follow Kanye and Kim. It's like, what the fuck dude? You know? And then other people's existence is to follow someone else, that person, right? To know what's going on with Kanye. Yeah, and it's and it's just like yeah, because she's got followers, she's got people that need her, they need her to stalk Kanye, That's, you know. Yeah. And so it's like, there's no wonder why our people are not invested, right. other than through the media that's showing all the shock and awe. Well, no, you can put a 
a Ukraine flag on your Facebook picture. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then you're 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 in solidarity. Boom! You impacted something. John, did you see the fucking Applebee's thing? <laughs> yeah. Oh my what is God. with that? That was so fucking funny, man. That's so <laughs> fucked up. It's so fucked. At up. first, I was like, so at first, like without the video playing, I can just see the caption saying, "Air si- air raid sirens yeah. going off." So I thought the video was going to be like some stupid U.S. journalist going, everything seems great here, and then the siren's going off. That's what I was expecting. Yeah. And then I got that. I'm like, oh, fucking <laughs> hell. What the? A little bit of chicken fried. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> and it's like, and it was like 80% of the screen, other than the air yeah. raid siren. It's like, why do like a, a like at least at least do the whole fucking yeah. screen? At that point, you might as well <laughs> fucking just take fucking the whole go screen. all in, man, because you look like such a fucking douchebag. You need a transition, <laughs> yeah. is what you guys need. Yeah, it's just like the reporters like got an Applebee's bucket, <laughs> a bucket <laughs> of wings or some shit. Yeah, the fucking yeah, we just saw a missile go overhead, but goddamn, we got some good Applebee's still. Like, okay, I know a network. Has advertisers. I get it. Yep. Advertisers pay. But A, do they have any, like, you know, choice on when shit plays? Yeah. Well, like, can they read a room? Imagine the <laughs> fucking dude at, 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 like, that's running the station at that moment. He's like, oh, fucking, shit. oh he's doing the fucking knife I can't, the I can't thing. get it. I can't cut it off. No, it's already gone. <laughs> he's like, turn it the fuck off. And he's like, I'm trying. And it's like, it's like get a fucking button. I don't know what to do. <laughs> And then Wolf Blitzer comes on or whoever the fuck. He's like, well, that was unfortunate. Yeah, it's uh, that was super unf- It's like an Onion article is what it's like. Yeah. You know, the Onion would have written something like that. You know. Onion or what's the other one? Uh, it pops up on my Twitter all the time. Babylon B, is that it? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I, don't, I don't tweet. I don't twit. I don't do that. I don't actively twit, but I read twits. Oh, I... I d- only the only time I ever read a twit or a tweet or a twatter, whatever it is, <laughs> is, is if I'm reading like a uh, a newspaper article and they have a link to something oh, okay. that's an informational piece, and then someone's like, okay, so this information came out and it came out on Twitter, so then I'll follow that link and I'll read sure. something on there, but I don't actively look through Twitter. There's just too I start, much information. There is, so I started using Twitter primarily um, because I follow like. Um, news type people or mm-hmm. like podcast voices yeah and it's a more direct way to get headlines versus like facebook is just inundated with so much personal shit or people commenting mm, on shit like sure and that's how you see it so you don't want to navigate all the bullshit yeah to, get to the headlines yeah that makes sense that makes sense but yeah um and but i don't but see i don't actively go like on to any like i've never gone on to cnn homepage and looked at cnn's homepage to navigate not that i would anyways because you know i don't trust that shit no you're a righty you're a righty you don't fucking trust but i don't go on fox either and try and fucking look at that stuff either liar (laughs) you and tucker carlson are tight so i don't how do i want to say this never having to gone on a major news outlets webpage to look for news I've actually gone to CNN to um, watch like Senate hearings, mm-hmm. like when you can watch stuff live. Yeah, that's that, that's about the only thing they're fucking good for. Yeah, because yeah. they can't fucking 
Then they try and commentate over it. I'm like, mute. Yep. Yeah. Just that's, show me the fucking hearing. That's the only thing that they're good for is just like you want live information on something that's that's happening right now, like the elections and shit like that. Yeah. It's really great because it, it's like they can't they can't tweak it. They can't manipulate right. it. It's like these just are the fucking Just show us the map numbers. and yeah. show us the numbers. Yeah, that's all, that's all I want to see from them. I don't want to hear your comments. I don't want to hear what you think about Kanye. Yeah. I just, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't care what they think about Ukraine. Yeah. You know, because the information, there's a point where we've hit where the information that comes out of their mouths <coughs> is like, it's been cycled 50 times yep. online. And so it's just like, it's, it's like, how are they even expected to filter all the different versions of stories online to say, this is the one right. and they got to do it so fucking fast because if they do it the next day, then it's old news already. Right. So it's like, what's the point of the, of those fucking talking heads anyway? What's the point? It's like, do they make people feel better? Like, do they like, this is what I think, Jim, you know, other than like, if you're a reporter on the ground in Ukraine and it's live, that's different. Yeah. You know, that's the only thing that there's value there because they're, they're there. But even then, what was the one during those, the, the black lives matter protest? Oh, he was, uh, there's a reporter on the ground and literally buildings are burning behind him. And he goes, well, it was mostly peaceful tonight. Oh yeah. I saw it. Well, I, I didn't see him say that. I just saw I saw a picture of him. And then the headline there, was and like And then the headline. Yeah. Peaceful but fiery. Yeah, mostly peaceful protests. And I had a the only thing I had a hard time with that specific one, because I didn't hear it. If I heard him say it, it would be different. But if it's just a picture, it's like you can fucking doctor that so oh, easy. Sure. You know? And so it's like I don't believe that shit anymore. I, de- I never fucking believe like when someone puts it on Facebook and then they and yeah. they, I never fucking believe that shit because it's just like I don't care if it if you think it's fucking true or not. It's like unless it's somebody that's there, you don't you don't fucking know anything. No, the ones on Facebook especially. Like you look at some of the the pages that they originate from. Like yeah, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, exactly. This is like so. I got a friend request from someone who's got three pictures on their fucking wall. No friends. Yep. You know, and it's just like and it's like yeah, you're not real. Yeah, I gotta. Oh, sure. We can take a quick break. We'll be right back. A quick break, and we will be right back. Red, yellow, leather, leather, leather. Red leather, yellow leather. You gotta work on that. Belly, yelly, yelly. Yeah, something like that. Subtle. But yeah, he's he's uh he's he's less of a pot stirrer. You know, he's like he's not trying so fucking hard to say the the crazy shit. You know, just he seems like he's uh. He's trying, excuse me as I get situated here, he's trying to be, to come off as more sub, or less subjective, okay. you know, and more objective. And, and I think he's an objective guy anyway. Yeah, for but sure. But he just says some inflammatory things that are just like. Do you think that'll detract from his viewership if he's more chill? Um, or do you think it's just temporary and eventually he'll get right back to his old ways? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I feel like most of the people that came down on him didn't listen to him anyway. Yeah, for sure. You know, like the people that listen to him, they they're they're gonna love him. And I think that yeah, he'll probably. I mean, he there's he still does the shit where he gets fucking smashed and he yeah. talks shit and does the MMA stuff. I still I never found out or read or anything about. Why he he skipped that UFC fight? Oh yeah, there was some shit around that that never came out. Hmm. I uh, there was one clip when I told you I don't listen to him, but I did see the one clip and it, he was interviewing 
some doctor, and I don't remember if it was about climate change or if it was about COVID, but the guy was like, I refuse to debate science or something like that. I think I know what you're talking about. I don't remember what when it was about. Was that a climate change? It was. It was recently. Yeah. Um, and it was like, yeah, it was. A, it was a climate climate change guy. Um, because what Rogan did is that he had he had a guy on that said climate change isn't real. Okay. And then he had a guy on that said climate change is real. You know, and so then they like they each said their point, and the guy that said climate change is real. He says, he says, I'm not going to go on here and debate in this verbal debate over this. He goes, because it's not worth it. And and I could see, like, if you didn't listen to the whole thing, it would sound like this guy's like, I'm not going to debate science. Yeah. But what he said was, is he's like, I've debated this before, and without data to prove points and actual paperwork and, and ev- all the information right in front of each other, he goes, it's not worth it because it just gets into a match of opinions. Yeah, so, but then Rogan's point was, well, why don't we just fact check real time? Have that stuff in front of you. If you have data points, pre-gather it. Well, and he said he would do it after that. <clears throat> okay. He did say, he okay. said, he goes, he goes, maybe I would be open to it if that was the format. See, I think those kind of formats would be super beneficial in so many topics. They used to do that. They used to have live fucking debates with people who are on opposite sides of a, of a very controversial subject, and they would air them. Yeah. Like it was a thing like, that people did. If it needs to be five, if it, if it needs to be five nights in a row for five hours, yeah, fine, do it. But then do it and then be done with it and have all the points out there. Exactly, because then it's like then you have two people who are the top of their field in in whatever right. it is they're debating and they're going onto a stage and I mean fucking a this like isn't that the point of a university? Yeah, is to is to put on things like this to to show people critical thinking and and to exercise your ability to set the facts out yeah. there and fight for your well and 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 there is the guy who said he didn't want to debate it said, made that comment he goes well it would take like a week yeah and then joel Rowan's like yeah so yep and that's my thought too is yeah so we've been debating it for years and years and years so yeah. what why can't we spend a week actually focusing on it well because anymore if it's not in a soundbite then what's not worth listening to true you know it's like so, so who who's gonna who's gonna sit through two weeks of debate? You know, it's like so. Then it comes down to it: Why are we doing it, right? Because if we're doing it for the optics of it to prove a point, so the world can see me, and <coughs> then it's like, well, I'm not gonna sit there for two fucking weeks, you know. But if it's something that you completely believe in, the wholeheartedly, you're passionate about it, and this is all you fucking care about, you're gonna sit there for two months. You don't care. Yeah. You know, so it's just like I think it's I think it would be worth it in so many topics, not to prove a point, but to be transparent, to give opportunity of information to to so many people exactly that's not filtered through the meat through the media or or the internet exactly, and then you know someone can condense that shit into talking points. Oh yeah, but then you get fucking tricky, man. You yeah, start condensing yeah. shit into talking points, and all of a sudden it's like, oh. Well, he said this, and it's just yeah, like it's true. you take out six words of a fucking paragraph. It's like, I mean, that happens every day. That's true. That's like, and I and I think that, like, I think people are scared of that a little bit, of of someone dicing up what they're saying. And especially if it's in a written word, you can put it into this thing, and they'll put it in quotes. And it's just like, well, I did say that. Or, did you not say this? It's like, well, I did, but and it's like doesn't matter. But you said it. No, you know? see, I think if if you had the full feature 
available, then you could same. That's out of context. Whoever did that knew it was out of context. Here's the actual context. Well, and that's the thing. If you got it available, yeah, you know, and it's like, and you've got an audience that's willing to listen. Yeah. You know, but it's like, how many people are willing to listen anymore? That's the, that's the hard part. That's the part that gets me down into the fucking weeds of it all. And the, and the, the depression piece of it is like, how many people are actually willing to listen to the whole fucking thing? Or do they just want to have someone put it into a spoon and put it in their mouth? Mm. You know, it's like, I think people are lazy, man. Yeah. But I think, I honestly think people would listen. I don't think it's going to be millions and millions and millions and millions, but I can see a large chunk of people listening. Right. I, I, I don't disagree with you. And to, to, to play devil's advocate in that situation, it's like the people that don't want to listen or the people that can monetize this situation, they're going to be the ones that put the headlines out there yeah. and to get the rest of the millions and millions of millions of people riled up and they'll come down on, on either side of it and they'll just, and it'll be a, like a, a verbal firefight because of the, all the disinformation out there. You know, it, it, it where it's such a messy place where like if if we could shut off the internet yeah for like a week just shut the shut the fucker off for a week like the, across the whole united states what would that like what would that what would that be like that'd be first off it would sow chaos for a lot of people yeah you know but at the same time it's like it's like you'd have to you'd have to get your information from somebody or or out there on your own doing it. It's the only way you could get the information. You know, it's like that would be a that'd be a cool play. Like if someone could write a play like the day the internet shut off, <laughs> that would be fucking cool. That would be pretty that would be pretty sweet. See, but the the nice thing about the internet is for the most part if you want to have it, you have access to everything. Meaning you're not spoon-fed what someone wants you to hear. You are, but you have the ability to go seek out the other side of the spoon. You know what I mean? I, do, I, I know what you mean, and that's for people like you and I that are willing to go out and discern information. But there are so many people, I'd say like, Maybe not the majority, but there are so many people that are not that are, that would just as soon be told in a very quick, concise manner what's going on. Oh, I agree, I agree. But I also like going back to this long form debate. You know, a week long to just to hit both sides of a topic. You said I don't know how many people listen to that. I think the majority of people are level headed and would just want to know facts and not be fucking pushed with bullshit i think you have a majority of vocal people or a minority of people but the extremely vocal who sit there and they run at one side and they're live or die one side Mm -hmm. but if you have the majority of quiet people just wanting to know and to seek information that could actually be pretty powerful It, it, it is very powerful it's it's um yeah i i feel like uh in in so many ways in my life, I am an ultimate optimist. But when it comes to stuff like this, I do find myself being somewhat pessimistic. Yeah. Because <laughs> like when when uh like when that, that fucking Nazi salute shit and all that happened at the school, you know, <laughs> they they held talks down on the square 
for for citizens to come down yeah. and take part in it. And there's like 30 people there out yeah. of out of out of 14,000 people. And how many students were in the photo? And everybody was outraged on Facebook. How many people actually showed up True. to hear the long form version of what the fuck? And then how many meetings happened at the school after that to try to bring our community together and say, let's talk about this. Cause obviously we've got some stuff that we need to discuss here. You know, it w- they were not well attended. No, you know, and it's like, even if it was a, a hundred people or a couple hundred people, it's like for the uh, size of our population of voting adults and people who have kids in school or have grandkids or whatever, it's like the, the contribution was small. That's true. You know? And so it's like, they would rather wait until they can read about it on Facebook from from somebody that was there who was biased. Yep. Then then go and show up themselves. And so That's actually true because there's another situation in Baraboo um that like took over Facebook locally. Um when a young girl took her own life. I think she was ten. And online all you can read is, you know, how we're lacking support for young kids and blah, 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 blah. And there were some comments in there, obviously, that were like, you realize we have a boys and girls club. But then there was this group that formed that wanted to start a youth center. Yeah, I know. This is, this. I, I, I see your look this. on your face. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, and, and I was pretty active on it because we are a fucking youth center. Right. We do, we do literally everything that this group wanted to do. And some people made that point, but in... 200 plus comments of, yes, that's a great idea, that's a great idea, that's a great idea. So they had this virtual meeting. There's four people, five people on the yeah, meeting. Yeah, One of which was me just to be like, we're here, hey. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, it's that's the thing. You know, it, it, at what point does it take people to actually be willing to invest beyond what they can read from what someone else says? It's right. like, oh, Kyle's in that meeting, so I'll just wait to hear what he says on Facebook about it, or or Fred or Mary or whoever the fuck. It's just like oh, so they'll say what the meeting was about, and it's just like, well, you're you're so passionate about it, you care so much, like you're so invested, and you talk to your friends about it every fucking day, and what you read and didn't read, and what you think and didn't think. But at the end of the day, you're not willing to put your skin in the game to really know what's going on, yeah. to really sit in a meeting and go, oh. I didn't know the Boys and Girls Club did that. Yeah. No shit. That's kind of cool. It's like, I'm not sending my kids there, but it's neat. You know, it's, there's, it, it's, I, and I hate the fact that, that I'm pessimistic about our society, but the, the, that's one of the main things that I look around and it's just like, it's like we are lost as a people. We just are. And, and, and not that we can't be, unlost but it's like it it's like we're just like soft yeah we're so soft so fucking soft speaking of lost i need to um look up there's a town meeting uh that i was not able to attend due to covid but i wanted to it was a county meeting excuse me not town they want to build a resort over by tumbled rock do you know this yeah i really wanted to attend that meeting yeah because i have slight objections well, because you live out there. Exactly. Yeah. What happened to this? Did I turn this up? What? I don't know. I sound really different right now. Mm. Maybe my ear just popped. Yeah, maybe. Know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you came out from underwater. 
That's what happened over there. Anyways. Yeah, so, no, and I've I've heard that there's a lot of objections to that. Well, I, I was going to attend the meeting and, and be one of those objections. What's your objection to it? I just, I, I'm worried that uh, it's going to turn into the Dells in the sense that as someone local, I mean, ask anyone local, once you hit a certain age, you hate the Dells. Yeah. There's way too much traffic. You you purposely avoid the Dells. I moved out to where we moved because I'm half a mile from Devil's Lake. And we found out really quickly that I have to take certain roads to get home or to leave home because of Devil's Lake in the summer. Mm-hmm. Like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I have to avoid two streets entirely. Mm-hmm. It's packed. It's a zoo. People are fucking... Don't know how to navigate the area. It's chaos. And I'm really concerned that you add a resort into that mix on an already overpopulated state park. Mm-hmm. Like it's just going to get even worse. Yep. Like you, you, you love going hiking and shit. Yeah. You on, do you go to the state park? Do you go to Devil's Lake on the weekends in the summer? I don't go to Devil's Lake State Park. I'll go to the Stanky Basin. Okay. But not Devil's Lake. Exactly. Fuck no. Exactly. No. Fuck no is the answer. Uh-uh. Because you know it's a zoo. Yeah. And so we want to add. We want to entice another six, seven hundred people through. What is it? Eighty rooms plus condos. RV or park. RV park. What the fuck's an RV park by Devil's Lake gonna do? It's supposed to be a wilderness camp thing, not a park your RV. It's you want to do an RV park? Go to Wheelers or whatever it is now. Yeah, it's gonna make money. Well, that's what. That's the thing. It's a money maker. It'd be great for Tumbled Rock. I have Fucking, no doubt. Yeah, Tumbled Rock doesn't need that. But exactly. Yeah. And so I just, I get it. I, I'm yeah. not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just curious as to yeah, why? Like, and and we fuck things up that are good. Yeah, we overuse them. Like that's that's our mo. You know, it's like oh, to, like I remember when uh, the more people found out about Pewitt's Nest. Yeah, then they fucking shut trash. It like in a, in in a year, one season, yep. they, they trashed it and shut it down, and now they banned people from going back there. Yeah. You know, to after a certain distance. And it's just like, because we can't have nice things. You know, it's like people people that don't live next to these natural places of beauty, they, they don't have the investment into maintaining them and taking care of them. And even the ones that do still show up with all their gear and all their stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're one of the other, however many million people walk the trails of Devil's Lake every year. And it's just like, so when we get out there and we remember what it used to be before all the people came in the on the weekends and in the summer and we watch the trails it's like these trails are fucking trashed. Yeah. You know, and it's just like there's a bag of shit over there and there's a fucking diaper over there and there's like, you know, somebody's candy bar wrapper and then you hear, you know, fucking Biggie and Tupac coming through the woods on the somebody's fucking house speaker they got strapped to their back and shit like that and it's just like we in in this in the namesake of like making money like because devil's lakes a huge tourist promotion for our area yeah you know so we're gonna pump that up there a lot because the businesses want the people to come so they spend their money at the businesses yeah you know and so that's how we get into the situation we're in and it's like but so yeah at what point like when when do the natural wonders of the world become so overrun that they're not the oh, natural for wonders sure. anymore you know it's like i don't know it's like even going to Yellowstone, and we went to uh, Banff, and um, 
Glacier National Park. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you don't want to go, like, hiking. I mean, you want to hike in Glacier, but you got to park three miles away from the trailhead, and you're gonna fight your way through seventy-seven other people. Yep, and their kids, and and like their coolers, and and all the stuff that they've got, and and you get out to the woods, and it's like you want to see a grizzly bear. Yeah, no, no chance. No, no. Well, if you do, it's gonna be like munching on some tourists because yeah. they've got a cooler full of hot dogs that their dumbass took out into the middle of the wilderness. You know, it's like, yeah, it's, I don't know. But to that point, you know, there's going to be a point where nature takes back. Yeah. You know, there is. Someone's going to fall out there at Devil's Lake. I mean, not somebody. Somebody falls out there every year, but there's going to be more and more falls, more oh, and more deaths. It's been happening constantly. Yeah. So people are going to die. And then and then it's going to get known as the place where people go and fall and die. You know, and it's just like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't either. Or some fucking idiot's going to knock over the doorway or some shit like that i don't even know oh um, you know that would be pretty fucked wouldn't it be super fucked yeah like like somebody goes up there and does something that i mean somebody someone already graffitied the whole entrance yeah that one time that one year yep you know and it's like and then what was it um i i had a memory come up on facebook and it was like uh um a for sale sign on on devil's lake and it was like scott walker because he was going to, like, allow some corporation to, to rename Devil's Lake. He was going to sell the what? rights. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was all about, like, he was looking into the possibilities of, like, it being, like, American Family Park or some <laughs> shit again. It was just like, are you fucking serious, you know? But it's all in the name of the dollar. I know. It's all in the name of the dollar. I know. And that's and I guess ultimately that's where my pessimism comes from large groups of people that, are, that like, are, are motivated by the dollar. And it's like, even me. Like I'll fall prey to that. There's times when I'll, when I, when I make a, an important decision, it's like, how's it going to affect my pocketbook? Yeah. You know? And it's like, but as an individual, I can, I can look at it and say, you know, how does it align with my morals? But when you're talking about like, we'll just look at what's going on in the world right now. So you got the whole entire UN, right? It's like every single one of them has a vote and it, but it affects everybody differently. You know, a war or, or war or sanctions on Russia, it's going to suck here. Some stuff's going like, to be more expensive and then it's going to like gas is going to go up and stuff. But it's maybe not going to affect us in a way that it would affect Germany. Right. It gets 40 percent of their fuel from from Russia. It's like what's going to happen there? They don't have the like all of a sudden the fuel costs all go up. So then a loaf of bread is like ninety ninety dollars or some shit because the bread makers have to pay so much for this and to get the grain or whatever. You know, it's like it's going to affect them in disproportionate ways. So they're going to be more cautious than we are, you know. And so it's like when you're talking about a collective, what happens is, is like when people are voting with their with their pocketbooks as a collective, then it's hard to get anything done, Yeah. you know, because everybody's got a different perspective on the situation, you know. And so it's like that's where... And I don't say this is not what I want for our country, but that's where, like, when you have something like a fucking Vladimir Putin, where it's like, at least they know what they're going to get. Yeah. You know, it's like every fucking day they know who he is and they know what they're going to get. You know, it's like. I think I read, like, he's the longest serving. Yeah, he wrote his own laws, so he can't be taken out of power. Yeah, I know, but, like, of all, like, what is Russia considered? I, that's what I was saying. I think it's an autocracy. Okay. But of all governments, like, he's the 
he's like the longest reigning person mm-hmm. to yeah. date. Not to date, like currently. Yeah. Like as an individual. Yeah. Because you look at like uh, North Korea. Yeah, they just And like it. Kim Jong-il and Kim right. Jong-un and like all those. They, that's a family. But then you look at the patriarchy of Europe, you know, with the with the royal family. And it's just like, how do they even, do they even have anything to do with government anymore? The royal family? Uh, I don't think so. Who's the who's who's the who's the main dude? Is it they have like a parliament and stuff like that? Okay, so who's there? But like, do they have a leader? Yeah. What's his name? Is it? It's not. Is it Trudeau? Trudeau's Canada. Trudeau's is Canada. Is it Macron? I don't know. But do they have like a prime minister? Uh, they must. Who's the, who's the head of? Is it what? Well, that, like they've got Boris Johnson's the UK. Yep. You know, so I know that, but it's like who's who? Who is England? Is it know. Macron? I don't know. But I'm pretty sure the the royal family is. Um, oh, Ma- Macron's the president of France. Okay, I'm pretty sure royal family is just a. Just a title. Well, no, they are the royal family, but they don't have any like fucking power. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah, like they they have a name. <laughs> yeah, but they don't. They can't really like the queen can't be like off with his head. Yeah, I mean, no, I'm trying to say what's the opposite of like what's a. I want to say figurehead, but that's not the word I'm looking for. Talking head? Maybe. Figurehead? Figurehead? I mean... Is that? I don't know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's just like you're just a figurehead. Yeah, it's like okay. you're... I know what you're talking about. I, I think I know what the word... It's out there. It's, yeah. It's in the somewhere ether in there. somewhere. Uh, yeah, I can't English find it. is hard. <laughs> <laughs> They're just the wankers. Uh, yeah, they are a bunch of wankers. Those are just a bunch of fucking wankers. Yeah, that's the way it is. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um... So what else have you been fucking doing other than building shit and fixing shit and stuff like that? Watching anything good on on the on the tube? No, don't watch TV. No, did you finish Vox Machina? Oh yeah, okay, yeah, I did. You watch that? That's fucking good. I I like that. Did show. you watch? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I watched the whole thing, dude. I sat up one night until like twelve thirty in the morning watching it because it was just like I was in it, and at the end, and they they wrote it pretty well for the ends of the episodes. Yeah, where you're like, fuck, you want to see what's next. Yeah. So then I watched. Yeah, I watched it. It was good. The the very end when they're at the fucking castle, you know. For anybody who was watching it, sorry, I'm going to spoil it here a little bit. But when them fucking dragons showed up, I was a little disappointed by that as as the ending because it's like it's like they 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 did all this shit and almost got murdered and all this stuff and 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 it's like it's like uh, uh it's like you didn't give them a breather. Yeah, you know, it's like. A lot of those like stories, it's like fifty years later, or even five years later, you know, unrest in the in the villages of the community, you know, all of that. But it's just like, you know, they're like, yeah, well, fucking a tired, gonna have a feast, and it's like all of a sudden these dragons fucking show up. It's yeah, like, see, that's where they adapted quite a bit to the TV market because obviously they're what they're doing there is they're trying to hook hook you for season two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I didn't like that. No, and and. You also have to remember in the D and D world, like storyline, as players, things have to get fast tracked, even if there's downtime. Like you can't just spend a month playing D and D, not doing anything, right? Because it's super boring. Yeah, no, I I understand you know I mean? that. Yeah, as as the gameplay goes, <laughs> I I would think like if they would like if they, what I loved about it was it was a campaign. Yeah, you know. And so it's like not every campaign is the same. So it's like if you have the same characters playing multiple campaigns, 
then it's just like just make it a whole new series, like with a whole new campaign, as opposed to like trying to tie it into the last one. Well, can't you do that? I don't know D and D, so maybe I'm talking out my ass. So this is all still one campaign, even the four dragons. Yeah. Oh, so that's legit. So came they, from the campaign. Yeah. So th- they're called arcs. So there's story arcs in the campaign. Okay. So the campaign is the entirety of them playing these characters, right? Through an, a whole range of shit, and then there's story arcs inside that campaign. So season one was essentially one story arc, the Briarwood arc. Okay. Where they fought them. Yeah. Well, so, if they started fighting a dragon. The very beginning, they fought the fucking yeah. dragon. Yeah, yeah, that's how they became, like the the saviors of the fucking yeah. land or whatever. Yeah. That was that part of the arc too, or did they put that in mm. there to, to like beef up their their personalities? That might have been, but so how critical role started is they played at home on public, like privately, mm-hmm. with these characters for like months until they're like, someone might like to watch this, and then they started to record like partway through. Mm-hmm. So okay. I don't remember honestly if that dragon thing was. It it could have been. Yeah, it could have been. So yeah, but no, it's it was good. I liked it. Yeah, it was fun. I I liked like uh, the little fucking short dude who played the fucking the guitar, the sitar, yeah. whatever it is. You know, his like his his insatiable appetite for sex, male, female, didn't fucking matter to him. He was just like he's just like sees some fucking dude and he thinks he's hot in the bar and he's just like so. They're like, not now, and they grab him and pull him off. Like that was pretty cool. I like that. Um, the 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 um the chick with the healing powers. Yeah, you know, like <clears throat> towards the end, I was thinking she's a little op. You know, like the so way they she- fast tracked her. So, what actually happened in that, like in the game, is she's an actual actress. Uh huh. So she had to leave to go off site to shoot a series. So she was actually gone completely for like four months or something like that. So that's why she was in the fucking cave of the connecting to the deity. Yeah. Yeah. And so like her first one, her first time back, like she just appeared like the whole group didn't even know she was back from, uh, shooting her series. Uh huh. And like, so Matt just called it like the DM just like, Played it like as you're standing there, there's this bright orange light, and she like walked into the group I'm like what? And so it was this big build up thing. Oh, that's pretty cool. It was a lot better D and D wise than in the camp in that series was. Yeah, well, she she's like had so much power when she showed up, and and it's like she just showed up and started fucking whipping the fuck out of everybody. Yeah, you know, she was like uh, um, Captain Marvel. That's yeah, what she reminded me yeah. of was Captain Marvel, and they played her up a little bit in this one versus. Yeah. In the real campaign. Yeah, so that, that was the thing that surprised me. It's like, they, yeah, she was like Captain And Marvel. they played down, so uh, Gilmore, the merchant guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very flamboyant. Like, it's it's a lot funnier, like, when you watch the actual D&D thing because Matt, the DM, and the character that plays that elf, like, they have this whole back and forth thing, and it's constant. It's constantly just like this flirtatious like yeah but i'm not really that so mm-hmm. and back and forth and back and forth and at one time they're supposed to be official uh gilmore's is supposed to be like their official supplier so every time they go into a battle or a new town they're supposed to announce that they're supplied by gilmore's glorious oh, really? goods yeah. 
<laughs> that's pretty cool. So there's a lot more. There's, now, there's a lot of nuance. There's a lot of nuance that's missed in the series. Yeah. Because it's not the yeah. thousand hours of. Yeah, it's got to be condensed down yeah. to a series. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's pretty cool. Either way, I dug I'm, it. I'm pumped you like it, man. Yeah, no, fun. for sure. I, I I dug it big time. It's like, I, I can't, like, they're doing in guys group. Let's talk Clay and, you know, the guys are sitting there talking about, you know, D&D and stuff. And he's just like, yeah, it's just like. There's nothing I could do because I was basically dead, and then I was fighting a giant, and he picked me up and he smashed me into the ground, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "Yeah," and then and then and then Cape is just like, he's fucking fighting a giant, man. What do you expect?" You know, and he's just like, "It's not. It's like your own fault," you know. And he's just like, and he's like, "I wasn't even doing anything," you know. And it's just like, I don't understand this. I fucking I can't wrap my head around what this looks like, you know. And then maybe what I need to do is just sit through a D and D session yeah. with you guys one night to kind of watch how you do it. Which might be kind of dangerous because I might want to start playing, but uh, it's it's just well like, in that situation. So here's the backstory. So we have our D and D group, right? <laughs> I love this right now. And uh, we just ended my campaign where I was basically the storyteller and facilitated, mm-hmm. and I like to take a break after it because we played for a year and three months. Holy shit! As the same people within my story, and uh, so now Gabe. Gabe and I kind of switch off, so Gabe will take a turn. But Gabe's campaigns are usually shorter, like six months. And, uh, like, he didn't give us any direction. And so as a young, when a young DM doesn't, like, give you direction, you just got to make shit up, right? Mm-hmm. So we are at a bar, and so my character's kind of a shoot-from-the-hip kind of guy. Just whatever, we'll do it. And uh, so I found some big wig. We got a task. I'm like, all right, let's go. So we had to go up this mountain, and we came across this basically stone giant fucking cave and half the party's like that's not good we should probably avoid that and clay and one other person were like no nah, fuck that let's go knock on the door and everyone's like you're fucking stupid this is going to kill us because we're low level players we just started the campaign okay. you don't fight a giant you just know these things you don't fight a giant <laughs> that's, that's yeah so three of us like fuck that if you're gonna knock on that door we're out of here and then KG and Clay are like, nah, we'll be fine, we'll be fine. So we went, we're like, what's around us? So Gabe's like, this, this, and this. I'm like, we're going to go hide in that tree. So we stood up in the tree, and we watched these two idiots try and knock on a giant's door. The giant slammed the door open. They go flying. Then the stone giant walk up to them and fucking petrify one of them. We're like, yeah, see? Bad fucking (laughs) idea. See, now, when you explain this to me in such great detail, I can see somebody climbing a fucking tree watching some douchebags walk up to a huge door. The door kicks them open. They go flying through the air. Like, so it's almost like you guys are creating a play. Yeah. You know, like you're creating characters and storylines and, and actual script and, and uh, descriptors of where you're standing. And, and like, so when you say to Gabe, it's just like, well, what's around us? Does he like pull the shit out of his ass? Yeah. Oh, you got a bench. Of, you know, there's a big fucking bench of pines over there and you got some rocks over there. And then there's a fucking creek. Yeah. You know, and then you got to decide what you're going to do. Yeah. You know, it's when we first started playing D&D <clears throat> in the club, there's a little pushback um, on what we were trying to do because the perception is, well, you guys are just going to pretend to kill things. We're just promoting violence. Really? Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. You need to understand. There's a lot of creativity that players put into their own character and playing their character. It's almost like a drama club. Yeah. And then. 
you're rolling dice and you're adding things. There's some math aspects to it. And there's some decision-making processes that you have to make. Like, it's actually a lot more than just... It's, 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 not like, a, it's not a video game where you go and destroy things. It's a lot more involved. It seems to me like it's, it's, it's almost like a, um, like it's a, uh, like you're, you're writing your own theater. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you're writing your own scripts and you're creating actors and you're creating personas. And, and so then you dig in within yourself to figure out how this person would be. Like when you said, you know, my character is this guy that shoots from the hip. It's just like, okay, so then you actually have to get in the character to be able to play this game. Because if you don't, I'm assuming it sucks. Yeah, it would it'd be super boring. So yeah. I actually talk with an accent that I can't do right now. So my oh, character is... Here's nice. my, here's my current character. That. Here's my current character. I'm a halfling. Which so is? A short person. Okay. So I, I stand out a solid three foot nine inches. See? Three foot nine, like the the, the specificity of it is yeah. awesome. I love it. But he, he always tells people he's four foot. He has a character flaw that he can't resist a pretty face. So anytime someone pretty asks me to do something, I jump on it. Like, for you, I'll do it. <laughs> uh, so apparently Clay's not pretty. No. <laughs> As a backstory, um, so there's different like races and stuff you can be mm-hmm. in D D. Do you choose it or yeah. is it given to you? You choose it when you make your character. Okay. So but I wanted to base him off of an anime that uh, someone introduced me to. So I started off as a tiefling, which is like a devil. Okay. A sub race of a devil. And then uh there's a new cl- race that D D just put out called the Reborn. That's when someone dies but retains all their memories. Okay. So that's why I'm a halfling. So I started off as a tiefling, devil, died, and was reborn as a halfling. Interesting. Yeah, but I still retained a couple of the features, so, like, I can sprout wings. <laughs> who, 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 the, who the fuck gets to decide that? Like, when you die, does Gabe just, like, okay, so you get to You keep... work with your DM, yeah. Okay, so it's like, you're, you're like, dude, let me keep a couple things. Well, in this one, in this specific class... Wizards of the Coast or whatever makes D and D's like you can either take these features at like when you're reborn or you can retain some of your old. Okay, race. so there's there are some there's some parameters yeah. to to go into. The DM just doesn't pull everything out of their ass. No, but we homebrew a lot of stuff, meaning we just make shit up, and then that's like the rules of the game. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> uh, to that level, it's like I think like growing up. Anybody I, I knew play D and D was like all oh, the D and D nerds, you yeah. know. It was always that, but it's just like, even I think even people who were in theater were probably like the D and D nerds. Yeah, you know, I was like, we're not going to sit around playing Dungeons and Dragons, and it's yeah. just like, but I, I had no idea until like getting into and seeing you guys in this group and hearing you talk about it, how, like how truly in depth it is, and like and and the different things that you guys learn about yourselves, and and the, the I bet it feels amazing going through these different things. Yeah. Well, and, and I don't know how this character is still alive. Like, one of the opening things Gabe did was, like, some stranger met us and, like, you guys need to leave, and he opened up a portal. And everyone's like, whoa, this is sketchy, right? I'm mm-hmm. like, you look trustworthy. See ya. And I jumped her. Oh, really? <laughs> so I'm just waiting to die at this point. <laughs> That's so, my character. So you jump through the character. Or jump through jump the portal. Jump through the portal, yeah. So what the fuck do you do after you jump through the portal? Pray to God everyone follows me, otherwise I'm probably dead. Really? So you don't know? I don't know. I didn't know. 
You don't know. So, like, right now, you have no idea. No, this was... Oh, this was pre- So, you do know. Yeah, we ended up being transported to some other place, and we're good now. You're all good. So, everybody followed you. Yeah, after some persuading. Oh, but I, 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 bet I was already through, man. Just too late. It's too done. late. Yeah. That's my character. He just does shit. Yeah. No regard. See, that? I think that's cool shit. I think that's pretty cool. The problem happens when you have a person who wants to be, like, the evil player or the sneaky son of a bitch. They're just always undermining the group. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that like a uh, something that that is often like is a character generally does that, or is it like just people in their own personal personality that wants to fuck with things? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like it's like if I wanted to be a shady character, mm-hmm. so I join your group, but I do all this shady stuff, or I go off on my own all the time, so the DM has to fucking sidetrack and tell you what you're doing. Oh, that well, pissed me off. Yeah, it's really annoying. Yeah. So we kind of set some group rules that, like, look, in-game you can pretend we're not friends, but we're all friends here, so we're all going to be on the same mm-hmm. team, and we're not going to we're not gonna be that kind of person. Hmm. There's one individual who used to be in League who used to play that way all the time. No kidding. Yeah. I wonder if I could guess. You probably could. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, we're going to need name any names no. on this very public, popular platform <laughs> that we have. So here. public and so popular. Yeah, it's, so popular. It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild shit. Yeah, man. So yeah, so I uh, um been batching it. Yeah. So how's the bachelor pad going? It's going pretty good. Um, and just to be clear, Ike's not a bachelor. He just, no, no, no. I'm batching it. There's a difference between yeah. being a bachelor and then batching it. And all the married guys know. They know what batching it is. It just means you're at home alone. You know, it's oh, just really? like, I thought it was like your batch making cookies or something. I'm batching it. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I haven't done that. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's my problem. Maybe I just need to start making. Something. So you're batching it. All right. Yeah. I'm batching it. Um, you and the dog, me and the dog. Yeah. And it's like the first day. So <clears throat> like I am the kind of person that like, er, I like everything in its place. Because when I walk into a room and things are out of place, it fucks with my head. It makes me think I need to like, it like it, I see everything when it's not in place, and it distracts me from like having a, a decent train of thought. You know, I can come into this space with you, and I don't fucking care because it's not my space. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to like look at all the things and be like, I wonder if that's really supposed to be there because I don't fucking care. But if I go into my house and I walk in, and it's just like, oh man, the fucking what the fucking salt shaker is by the sink, and then there's like three jars of paprika <laughs> in the fucking thing. And then, like, the microwave doors open a little bit and the light's on. And it's just like, what the fuck? It's just chaos, you know? It just it, And so it's like it messes with my head, right? And so um, when I was single, I owned very few things. And what I did own, everything was, like, put away, off the counters. Everything was, it was very, like, orderly, Okay, you know? And so the first thing I did when Stephanie left is I organized everything, <laughs> every fucking thing, like my pantry, my fridge, my freezer, like a whole kitchen. I went top to bottom. I was fucking chucking shit out, putting shit in a Vinny's box, you know. Then I went into the living room, organized that shit, vacuumed out all the cracks in the couch, all that shit. Went into the basement, started moving shit around down there. It's like everything was just like bam, 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 right down the line. It felt so fucking glorious, all man. Right. It, it was, so it you're was, organized? Yeah, I'm I'm like I'm not fully organized. It's a big fucking house, but it was like it was glorious. It really was. Like when I open up my refrigerator, there's like eggs, <laughs> then there's some meat, and there's some milk, 
and then there's some Jesus. asparagus, and then there's some fucking peppers, and then there's some cheese, and then there's like, uh, it's all fucking ba- like it's it's. Does your Airbnb person know like how to organize everything? Like, don't you have a little coffee station and stuff? Yeah, we yeah. don't have an Airbnb person. I thought you had a cleaning person. No, we we don't have a cleaning person I thought anymore. You did. No, we used to. Okay, he's uh no longer in the cleaning business. Gotcha. Yeah. So do you have to go reorganize everything every time? No, or do people keep it pretty? It's pretty. It's pretty. Just it, like it's all pretty simple. You know, it's like they don't move shit around too much. You know, and it's just like, and it, at that level, it's like I expect them to move it around. But ultimately, like, like we have a, a table. This get we got like twenty board games or something underneath yeah. the table. And it's like I don't even ever go into that. Okay, you know, so it's like if it, unless it's like pouring out of there, you know, it's like I'll go in and tidy it up a little bit but it like that kind of shit doesn't bother me because it's like it's my space but it's not sure you know so i don't get too bent about that but it's it's just like the things i see day to day like if if i walk into a room and there's like things are like wonky out of place it it's like it's not like i can't function because i do on like it's kind of my life when you get a family it's the way it goes but it's like it it's it it's like this little tiny distraction in the back of my mind that doesn't ever go away. And so it's like, it just, it like chink, chips away at my clarity. It's a weird thing to, to like have go on in my head. Cause it's like, if I'm having a conversation or, or I need to get something done and I go into a room that I know things are supposed to be in a certain place and they're not, I have to put those things in the place they need to be in before I can move on to do the thing I they need to do. Even if it's simple as like fucking changing a light bulb, <laughs> like, if I go into my office and I, I need to change a light bulb and I walk in there and it's like, and there's a pair of sneakers on the floor and then there's a fucking, I notice that the fucking, the plant in the corner is dry. Like all these things, I have to do all those things. Okay. You know, it's like, it's a, it's like a mental Kinda thing. OCD, man. It's, it's kind of OCD. Yeah. It's like, um, yeah. And so it's like, and, and it's, I can ignore them. I will. But then I know every single time I walk sure. into that room, I'm going to be like, bam, I'm going to look at it. I'm like, fuck, you know, every single time. Yeah. And so it's just like, it's just easier for me just to get it done because then I don't ever have to think about it again. That makes okay. sense. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's the way my brain works. But anyway, so I've been batching it. Yeah. yeah. So, so you've been organizing. Yeah. Um, there's been a couple of jobs around the house. Like uh, um, I put in a shower in the upstairs a while back, a couple of years ago. And, um, it's a, a like a corner shower, mm-hmm. and it's got that like plastic base, you yeah. know. So, I made the wall behind the shower taller than it needed to be, and I, and so I wanted to just make it a little bit shorter to like let more light come over the top of the wall because it's just like a partition wall oh, okay. behind the shower it doesn't go all the way to the ceiling because the way the light is in that bathroom, there's only one light fixture in the ceiling. Okay. So, there was like a six inches of two by four at the top of the wall that I was cutting off. So I cut it and the fucking two by four fell into the shower pan and put a hole in it. Oof. Fucking a man. I was so pissed. I think those are fiberglass, right? Huh? Some of them are, some of them are just plastic. Oh, is it just plastic? Yeah. It's like a heavy PVC. So I'm like, Oh man, what the fuck am I going to do? The shower's built. The, the glass is up. It's all cocked. It's all screwed to the wall. Everything is done. The trim's up. This was it. This was like the last thing I need to do is just cut these little pieces of two by four off. And, uh, and so I bought a fiberglass repair kit and I, and I 
fixed it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's watertight and all that, which is great. But um, but then the fiberglass was a different color oh, yep. than the bottom, right? So then I painted it with this like heavy duty plastic paint that you can buy. And uh, but the problem with that is, is that after a little while it starts to chip away, and then it looks like fucking dog shit. <laughs> and so I had that Stephanie's like, we need to get a new shower. I'm like, we well, don't need a new shower. Just paint it. She's like. You, you get it. I'm like, no, trust me, I can paint it. It's like, you just got to do it like once every six months. And I haven't done it in like a year. So okay. it looks like shit. Cause I, n- I never go in that bathroom. It's the one that the kids use when we got family staying over. Oh, sure. You know, so it's like, but she uses that shower. Okay. So I don't ever see it, but she sees it every day. So I've fixed that, you know, and then there's like a bunch of trim work in the house. Cause I put up a couple of walls and stuff that don't match the original trim. So I went to. The fucking hardware store bought some red oak, you know, and got the right sizes and tried to find the, the little pieces like, you know, when you do like the ornamental trim, mm-hmm. you know, it's like trying to find shit that looked like it did when it was built in 1904 or whatever. So try to find that shit. So I've been working on the doors and the trim around that shit to get that done. So those are my little projects I'm trying to get done. And I know it's important to her because she mentioned it to me their day. I was at a job. <laughs> I was working at this lady's house, and I was, oh, I'm fixing her some drywall and painting some shit. And uh, I was walking through her back porch, and I noticed, like, someone had put in a new floor, but there was no trim up. And so it looks like looks like shit. Yeah. And uh, and I was when I was walking through it, I just mentioned, I'm like, yeah, I noticed you didn't have any trim on your back porch. I, and she, she's like, yeah, this guy came 10 years ago and put that floor in and never finished the trim. And I was like, oh, I'm like, well, if you want me to, I'm here. I can do it, you know. And so I was telling Stephanie that, and she goes, nice. <laughs> like, what? She goes, we've been sitting here for three fucking years after you put these doors in and the trim's not done on them. It's like, yeah, I guess. She'll probably fix that shit. Yeah. So doing those things, you know, the shit you do. And, and it's like, I got time, you know. Well, yeah, so are you doing handyman stuff? I thought you weren't this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I am because... So it's, it's, I say, like, I save up so much money from my summer work yeah. to go out to set aside. Um, it's been kind of an expensive uh, off season just because I've had a bunch of family stuff come up and had to fly a bunch of different times, sure, different places. Sure. And kids are flying in and out more often and um, stuff like that. Your budget just didn't go as far as you thought it was. Yeah. Going to. Well, and then tax season's upon us. Yeah. And uh, my accountant's like, well, we need to switch you over to an S-Corp. I'm like, okay, what does that mean? It's like, well, then you're going to be officially an employee now. It's like, so you're going to be an employee of your company. You're going to pay yourself a paycheck, He says, she says. But the, the tax advantages for an S-Corp, once you make a certain level of income, then it's, it's better for you to be an S-Corp. Okay. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, so I'll, we'll be an S-Corp. And I'm like, what does that entail? She's like, well, we got to do this and this and all this. Because what are you now, an LLC? Yeah. Okay. So... Which is interesting because I've got LLC on everything. Yeah. You know, on my name. So I don't know if I, I I'm not going to change it on my trucks, but it's like, am I still, am I still Lamin and Lemon LLC? Lamin and and Landman. Lamin and Lemon, a Lamin and Lemon company. Yeah. There you go. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, eh, something. But so what happened was, is that she retroactively made me an escort for 2021. Okay. What I didn't realize, and which I personally think should have been like a phone call, was they retroactively deducted all of my 
payroll taxes for the entire year of 2021 at once. Oh. Yeah. I did not see that coming. I did not know that was part of the the system of going to an S-corp. And could I have asked? I could have. I didn't think to ask. It's yeah, like, that's not your expertise. Right. So I I appreciate my accountant. She's really good. And I, and she's great to work with. She does a great job. Not disrespecting her. In, in this moment, when I looked at my, my checking account, I was yeah. like, what the fuck? There's grands. Grands. Many. Missing. Yeah. And it was just like. So I go in there and I look and it's like I'm like I'm down a lot and it's just like holy shit what the fuck happened here, and I'd gotten an email because my accounting company is also has their in in part of their in house they have a payroll system yeah. so they handle my payroll, so I'd gotten an email two days prior that said we've made an adjustment to your payroll taxes and even read it because it's like it's that time of year when you're tweaking shit and it's just like every other time it's like hundred and fifty dollars. You know, like like somebody, we, whatever, we had to adjust it. It's like, okay, that's fine. I didn't even read it. So then I called her. I'm like, yo, is this normal? And she's like, yeah, you should have gotten an email. I'm like, yeah, but I didn't fucking read it, <laughs> you know? And it's just like I wasn't expecting this, you know? And so it's just like when that happened. So what are the advantages of it then? Because I, and I, and I asked her that. I'm like, are you still saying I'm going to have a tax savings after this? And she says, you will. Jesus. And I'm like, okay, all right, I trust you, you know, and we'll see when we go to sign the paperwork what she says it's going to be, you know. But it's like, so, yeah, it was a big hit. And so then it's like, okay, well, that's like, that covers a lot of my my bills for for this amount of time. Right. And so it's like, so then I got to start dipping into my reserve reserve before I would normally do that. And so now it's like, ah, I got to, I'm just taking on some more work. Sure. You know, so I got a couple more jobs coming up and, and it's like, I'm trying not to stress about it too much. I'll be fine. But at the same time, I don't want to get into a point where I am stressing about it too much. So as an LLC, I'm assuming though, you already paid taxes in, didn't you? Oh yeah. So are you going to get that back? Well, and I, so that's where, when, when it comes time to file, then you'll find this. Then, then I'll then I'll find that all out where the numbers land, mm. where the big savings are, and I want her to show me. Yeah, where's the big fucking savings? Because I like I need to see it. Because it's got. I mean, obviously it's got to make sense, right? You know, but it's like I've been paying quarterlies in all year, you know, mm. and then like, but I get it. That and and so it's like, and then I get hit up on, by unemployment, you know, because because they they have to backdate twenty twenty one, and I got oh, a sure. letter from unemployment, and it's just like, hey. You haven't paid your unemployment, and if you don't pay by this day, then you're going to get a penalty and all this shit. So I called up my payroll company, and like, we already took care of it. They have to send the letter, and it's got to go to you. It's not going to come to us. Don't worry. It's done. I'm like, okay. But then there was a chunk of change there. So it's like navigating the waters. It's like, you know, I had a lot of people tell me when I got into business, it's like, it's like just understand, like, once you get to a certain size, you start to question whether it's worth it to be that size. You know, it's like the, the, the headaches that go with it and the amount of money that you pay out mm-hmm. doesn't make sense anymore. You're you know? really close to that edge. I'm I'm on the edge of that. I'm on the edge of that. Switching over to an S-Corp. And it's like, and, and the, the, the problem is with my entrepreneurial mind, it's like I've got big fucking plans to do more shit. Right. You know, it's like I've got ideas. And, and it's like, and, I, and my ideas aren't born out of filling my bank account. They're born out of things that, 
cool shit I want to do, you know, that just happen to make money. You know, so it's like if, if you do cool shit and you make money, then you pay the price for it, you know. And it's like, and I can see as, as like big companies and businesses, not even big companies, like smaller companies that are going into this transitional phase where they start to make enough money where they got to be an S-corp or whatever, where it's just like, they're like, well, this is fucking dumb. I'm getting penalized for, for growing, you know. So it's like, how do we, you know, how do we balance that to incentivize small businesses to want to grow? you know, to want to hire more people? How do we incentivize that without, you know, like uh, charging them so much money or making it so difficult? I mean, mm-hmm. this, honestly, with the taxes, it's like I don't mind paying my taxes, but it shouldn't be this fucking hard. You know, it's like if it, if it wasn't so difficult to manage, I, it's like, it, you know, I think way more people would be interested in, in like having their own business. Sure. But it's scary as fuck, Yeah, you know? Rough. If you're not paying thousands of dollars a year to an accountant to manage all the details, it's like you're you're swimming in a fucking ocean full of sharks, you know. And you're just like, I don't know, I got to get from here to there, and I pray to God nothing eats me in the way, you know. And so it's like, yeah, um, yeah, I got to do my taxes yet. I think I have everything. Yeah, you're you're W two, right? Yeah, yeah, he's so fucking lucky. Our taxes are so easy. Yeah, it's so lucky, man. It's just standard deduction every year. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. There, there are days when I look back of being a W-2 employee, and it's just like... So as an S-corp, do you turn into a W-2 employee? I do, yeah. But you still have to do company taxes. Right. Yeah, so I got to do it all. So essentially, you're going to get double taxed, aren't you? I, d- I don't know how it works, oh, man. I don't know, I don't know, I, I don't know the rules. I don't know the rules. I just, I just like, she's been telling me for the last year, like, you might be an S-corp this year. You might be an S-corp. And it's just like, all right, well, you know what? I got so many fucking things I got to think about. I'm trusting you. Maybe that's what we need on this podcast as we get to April 15th. Oh, we should see if our- a tax person. See if our, my accountant wants to come in. I don't know if, like, her business would let her, you know, but I, it'd, be, it'd be pretty fucking cool to have an accountant on here. Should we do my taxes live? That would be interesting. You you just gonna like not say the numbers? People can know the numbers, dude. You're gonna be like, wow. Okay. <laughs> In this day and age, man, that's hard to do. Yeah, yeah, you gotta be all budgeted. We you are good at that, though. That, <clears throat> like we stretch our dollar, man. Yeah, you are one of the most impressive budgeting people that I know. Oh, you don't you know the details, bro, because we've we've been pulling from savings the last two months now. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry, dude. dog's a fuckhead. What? Our what? dog is costing me so much goddamn money. Your new dog? Your expensive fucking dog? Yeah. What's that? What's going on with your dog? Dude, he keeps eating shit. Oh, because you got it. And then you got to go to the vet? Have him puke because he eats like fucking socks and rags and all this other shit. Socks? What yeah. all is he eating? What's the list? Sam has a list. I think he's eating like we've had to make him puke like 12 times. What the fuck does he? I want to know. What is Literally he? socks. Okay. He's eating... The boys' socks at least six times. He's eaten one of my socks, like full gulped it. He's eaten fucking washcloths and swallowed it. He's eaten a handkerchief the other day with my COVID snot all on it. Oh, my just devoured God. Devoured it. And, like, not devoured. He literally just swallows it. Yeah. And if he doesn't puke it up, it just sits in his gut. He's eaten mittens. So does he, like, lay on the, on the fucking, you know he's on his side? No. How do you know when when? Because usually we catch him in the act. Like he he carries it, he sees you, and he goes, and it's gone. Oh my god, <laughs> what a fucker! Yeah, dude, because he knows he's not supposed to have it in his mouth. Instead of dropping and he, it, he and then eats he feels it. like he. I don't know why he keeps doing it because he has to feel like shit afterwards. Because we keep making him puke. Yeah, 
Totally. If you don't, if he doesn't vomit it up and that shit gets in his intestines, then we're going into fucking surgery. Right. Instead of a hundred dollars per puke, he's gonna cost me three thousand dollars. Fuck. So you got twelve hundred dollars in puke bills. Probably close. Jesus Christ. Plus. Oh my goodness, I shouldn't say that. Sorry, sorry, Christians. Yeah, <laughs> I it, didn't mean it that way. When Sam told me the bill the one time, I'm like, "Don't you fucking work there? Why is this so goddamn expensive?" And if you didn't work there. Who could afford to have their dog puke? Dude, the the you know better than anybody the fucking vet industry and the money people put into their dogs, redonkulous. Yeah. It's so Sam, man. It's, when I was when I was upset about the cost, Sam explained it to me and she goes, You have to understand, like, look at the time. You have to have somebody with the person or the dog the whole time. Yep. They're puking. So that's just an hourly rate. The medicine alone just to make him puke because it, it's not hydrogen peroxide. Because hydrogen peroxide causes ulcers in dogs. Mm-hmm. So it's some fucking thing that costs, like at cost is like $30 a pop. That's the vet's cost for this shit. And you know they double that at least. Oh, yeah. They got a markup. Probably 200%. And it's just like, holy fuck. And so she's explaining all this stuff. And she goes, if you have to have x-rays to see if it's in their intestines first, yeah, then you have an x-ray cost. It's like, Jesus Yeah, Christ, I get man. it. I get it, but it's like, who can afford a dog right now? Well, right. That's the whole thing. Like, when you when you get a dog, you might as well have a kid. Yeah. You expensive. know, it's like, back in the day. I think the first year of my kid's life, he was cheaper than a dog. Probably. Probably. Sam breastfed, boom, free food. <laughs> Fucking free food. <laughs> diapers, that's my only cost. Yeah. Diapers, well, yeah, diapers and insurance and yeah, it's true shit like that. Insurance. Yeah. But, so, yeah, it's yeah. been... Yeah, dogs are expensive, and, and, you know, it's like it's not the, the day when your dog could eat a fucking sock, and you're like, well, it's going to pass it, or he's not. Yeah. You know, those days are over. It hasn't been too bad. We've been over budget, like, a couple hundred bucks, three, four hundred bucks. Well, yeah, but when you, I get it, 12 times, 12 times. It's got, I, yeah. That's Sam impressive. made a list the other day. That's impressive, made, man. That's so. impressive. I've, I've seen pictures of, like, x-rays of dogs when they got like a chew toy in their yeah, gut but usually it's like with that they're just like they're in rough shape yeah so but yeah like I'm, yeah luckily we haven't let him like keep it in him for long enough where he starts good and there's not know. like some like home remedy you can find on the internet to make a dog throw up yeah hydrogen not, peroxide yeah but you said that's not gonna hurt him Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I suppose if he did it once. No, I, I can't imagine it's going to hurt him yeah. once or twice. But if he did it 12 times, he might start having, yeah, it's just, the ulcers might come just from the stomach acids and shit. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine, like, if like if somebody, a human pukes enough times, just by sticking their finger down their throat, probably it's going to yeah. cause burns of their stomach yeah. acid. So hydrogen peroxide is the out, but because my wife works at a vet clinic, she has access to the other stuff. Yeah. Even at cost, it just makes sense to have mm-hmm. that shit on hand. So yeah, I suppose if she gets if she works there, she gets it at cost. It's going to be more expensive for someone else to go. Yeah, more than a hundred bucks a pop. Well, no. Well, this, the actual stuff she gets, I don't even know what their deal is. Like cost plus ten percent or something. Right, but I'm just saying. So like maybe maybe your bill's a hundred. Someone else would be a hundred fifty. Yeah, yeah. You know, whatever, whatever the cost is. I don't know, but anyways. It, but anyways, I so. don't need to. You, we don't need to talk vet bills. So what else you been doing alone? How long are you gonna Do be you alone really for? No. <laughs> well, how long this stuff website I found? She, I'm she's gonna be gone through. Well, I don't know. That's the whole. I'm oh, not yeah, really sure. It's up in the air. It's kind of up in the air. Um, at the moment, 
her return date. She finishes the Airbnb on the 22nd of March. Excuse me. Um, and then three days home probably. So the 25th ish of March. Um, I'll just say April 1st for simplicity. Yeah. April 1st. Sure. Um, and then, uh, but if she does um, start to find some work and she decides that she's going to stick around, which I know that was like her goal, um, is uh, uh, then she could stay as long as May. Okay. You know. Because um, is that when her stuff here really picks up? Well, so May is, um, she's got a wedding from some friends of ours, their kids getting married in May in L.A. that we had met. We met them in 2017 when we were living out there. And then they called her up and said, hey, we'd love for you to do the wedding. She doesn't even shoot weddings anymore. Okay. She doesn't like doing weddings. Um, but for them, because they're, fam- they're I don't know, family, friends, friends, whatever, um, that she said she would do it. So that's the beginning of May. Gotcha. So with that on the books already, you know, the, the mindset is like, well, if I can make enough to, to afford to stay out there and pay all my bills, then I'll stay till May. Sure. You know, and then, yeah, and then t- things, things tend to tend to pick up a little bit more when they get around May in the summertime. Spring coming, summer's coming, people are outside more. Sure. So you're getting more active uh, in the photography gig thing. Um, I'm going to be out there. I'm going to be out there from the 5th of March through the 15th. Okay. Um, but it's going to be a super busy stretch for me. I'm gonna, The 5th, I leave get back on the 15th, and then um, my son, Bailey, he's road tripping over, so he's going to be here on the 23rd of March. He's leaving on the 2nd of Mar- or April, and then Dylan's flying in on the 2nd of April, and he's flying out on the 9th of April, and then that's like my season's going to be rolling by yeah. then. So it's it's like the next stretch after between now and the 5th, I've got this downtime to fuck around and do shit around the house hang out with some friends and stuff, and then You're it's going to be pretty busy. Busy. Yeah, it's, it's going to be busy. Fuck, dude, yeah, it's already March. No, that no. sucks. I don't know. I'm, I, I mean, maybe not. But. It, doesn't, it doesn't suck for me because, like, I realize how much, like, I'm itching to get back in the sure. dirt, you know, and to get back and start planting trees and, and building shit. Um, I, I really love it so much, and it's like I'm just starting to get the itch. You maybe know? you need a bonsai garden. Like inside? Yeah. No, I'm fucking, I kill houseplants, bro. I yeah, really you could do. just like take a little scissors and be like, I'm not, snip, snip, snip. I'm, I'm not zen like that. I need big fucking tools. I need, <laughs> I need like an excavator. I want to dig <laughs> big holes and put in trees and, and then like put up like brick patios and shit. Like that's like what I want to do right now. And, and so it's like as the, as the days are getting a little bit warmer, a little bit longer, yeah. the birds are chirping a little bit more. It's just like, oh, I feel it coming. I'm getting a little itchy. Yeah, man, it was pretty bright when we came in this morning. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, I'm digging it. I'm just, I'm excited. Every year in February, yeah. every year in February, it's like, I'm fucking done. Like, it just, I'm just done. And then it's the same thing on Facebook. Everybody I know from, from Wisconsin is on vacation, like yeah. right now. Like, you know, I look around, it's like someone's in the Bahamas, someone's in Mexico, someone's in Florida, someone's, you know, they're they're out doing this sunny looking vacation and they come back with a tan and it's just like, fuck you and, <laughs> and all of that. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's a, it's a, it's a stretch. So between now and the fifth, um, like I said, I'm just going to like, I, I'm, I take advantage of the evenings. 
I mean, you know, I'm hanging out with, with my boys a little more, like, uh, and then doing some shit with some friends. I go to see my son, stuff like that, that I wouldn't normally have as much time to do when the family's around. Um, and, uh, and we'll see. There's a, there's a potential that Gavin might come back with me. Okay. On the 15th. You know, it's like he was kind of... Mm, yeah, he was wish-washy going out yeah, there. Yeah, going out that there. One. Yeah, so um, the interesting thing is, though, is that I had ex- I, I explained to him that, like, you know, um, when his mom is around, he's got life way fucking easier <laughs> than he would have it if it was just me and him. You know, because it's like, I don't I do not do the things the way she does them. Right. You know, so it's like, it's like, yeah, you're going to have expectations. And if you don't follow through then there's going to be accountability mm-hmm. and so it's like he's uh yeah he you scare him a little bit <laughs> I, I, I just living with ike I, is scary i wanted to, not scary but i just want him to understand like like uh you know there's there's a reality of it sure you know it's like his mom helps him with the schoolwork and stuff because he's doing the online school you know and so it's like she makes a point to come home at a specific time of day to help him process through some of his schoolwork. And it's just like, if I'm working, I'm working. That's it. Like, if, if like, you, you don't have, like, like if it's in the evening, late at night, if you got a schoolwork and stuff, you got a question, I'll, I'll help you with that question or whatever. It's like, but I'm, I'm not a teacher. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, uh, you know, I just, I've got my weight, man. I've got my ways. So, okay. yeah, but I'm, I am pretty pumped. Like, I'm, I'm excited to go get in some sunshine. Yeah, you're going to do like a tanning bed or something beforehand? Do you have to? You probably are out in the sun so much over the summer. You don't really. Yeah, I'm pretty pale. <laughs> you are right now. I'm yeah, paler. like, like I'm I'm pretty white, man. It's like so. Uh, I don't know. I've I I've I've done that before. Yeah, you know, but I've only got a week. True. You know, so it's like you, the last time I did it, I did it for like a month before I went out okay. because then I could just like dive right into the sun. But probably what I'll do is I'll just have some sunscreen. Yeah. And then I'll just work. Like, I'll still go without a shirt and in my shorts or whatever, but it's just going to be, I'll probably get a little burned and then I'll uh, just put on the sunscreen. You know, the shit. Show off the new tent. Yeah. I got to put on that environment killer. You like that aerosol sunscreen? We do that with the kids. Yeah. 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 It's like, I, they say like the sunscreen, the, the shit you put on, the amount of it that goes into the ocean. Is so toxic, like it's oh, fucking really? murdering the ocean. That's one of the biggest. When you toxic. douse with sunscreen and then jump in the ocean, yeah, like you cover it all over your body. Even the stuff that you smear on your skin, like the the goopy stuff, yeah, it's like the amount that comes off. It's like an oil sure. slick. Like you think about that. Like say say you got five thousand people on a beach, huge beach, five thousand people, and they're all covered in oil and this in this chemical. Yeah. Then they get into the water. And it's like, it, it, I could imagine it probably looks like an oil slick. That's valid. You know, going out into the in the ocean, little fishes are eating it, and then, then we're going to turn around and eat them. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Cycle of life. Cycle of life. That's the new That's the new cycle of life. That's what we do. We fuck up the environment, but then we eat the animals that feed off that fucked up environment, so we <laughs> fuck ourselves up. We're just so smart. We are smart people. We're so smart. Um, but yeah, man, how about yeah. you? Like what's, what's the, what's the plan? Is it, was weather gets nicer here? Are you going to start working on that patio? Are you going to expand that? Are you going to put up the pergola? What are you going to do? Yeah, I got to do the pergola. But wood costs are so fucking outrageous right now. They went down for a while and they went back up. Sam really wants the pergola up on the new patio. I agree, but I'm just, I mean, I need to buy six by sixes if, if they're going to cost me. If the pergola, what was going to cost me last year, two years ago, was 
you know, a thousand bucks in wood. Right. It's going to cost me 2000 3000 in wood. Mm-hmm. Can it wait another year? I mean. Well, it just depends on the specific look that you're looking for with well, your that's, pergola. Well, that's the thing, too, is Sam needs to batten down what she actually wants. Um, I have an idea on, like, a simple lined one that I was thinking about mm-hmm. and then using more, like, um, of a oh, sunshade topper on it. Okay. To match the sunshade we put over the deck. Yeah. Um, but I think Sam wants more traditional. The more, pro- more lumber. More lumber, more cross beams to mm-hmm. provide the shade, plus a little, um, what's the? Lattice. Lattice, yeah, on the top. I think that's what Sam wants, but I'm not 100%. The main issue with where that is, and what the issue is with that sunscreen, or sunshade that we put up at two is, even either you need to extend it six feet beyond where you think you're going to inhabit. Right. Because we get that fucking west. Yeah, from the time of day when it gets below the shade. Yeah. Yeah. Or I need to build it in such a way that I can pull the shade down, you know, two feet from the top or three feet from the top and cover your basically your eye line. Mm-hmm. They make these things. They make these pergolas um, that have side shades. Yeah. And that you can pull it. And yep. it's like on a, you can go from one side to the yeah. other. Yeah. And that's a pretty good idea. I, li- I like that. You know, I think it's a mechanical thing that when you get it into weather, it's going to fail. Right. You know, th- which is unfortunate. But it's like maybe there could be a version of that that's like not mechanical that you can just put up. Yeah. You know, this because time I don't year, need Because I don't need it to go on one side. It, right. That there's a house there. Right. So like at a specific time of year. You have this thing up. Yep. But then, or like even a time of day, like if you had a pulley system on it or something where you could just raise right. it, you know, and then, and then it, when the, when it gets to point, be a point, you put it back down. Yeah. You know, where it's like, that would be a handy way to do it, but it's more lumber, yeah. you know, if you build it out of lumber or lattice or something. But I was thinking like with a, with a, the posts, <clears throat> you know, it's like if you're, if you could do, you know, they've, they've got those post maybe a, a sleeve or um or the wood uh like the faux out outer shell yeah so that's what i was looking at because that would still probably be cheaper than buying solid six by sixes you know like if you bought like if you bought a four by oh, four oh, or, or a four by four and a two by four yeah. and you put them together and then put it up it's like i don't i don't know i, See, I, I was look looking at, the prices. at uh, maybe I, that's not what i was looking at i was looking at like the joining members they make steel sleeve corners oh yeah yeah and so it's just like there's no cornering there's no fuck there's no cross beams you have to worry about you just corner the whole thing with these steel right sleeves and it's a look you have to like that look yeah it's kind of a modern industrial modern yeah yeah. um and i don't think that's the look sam likes Mm -hmm. but she likes but there's a convenience to building it that way oh yeah it's it's fucking leg bolt leg bolt done done yeah oh for sure it's but you know the steel's not cheap either. Yeah, I know. You know, almost. Gone. I think that kit. I looked up the kit. It was a couple hundred bucks for all the pieces that included the, the concrete, um, ones. Concrete ones. Like, cause it's on a concrete patio, so I have to put. Oh, the foot. The foot down. Oh yeah, yeah. Anchor that to the concrete. Yeah, the steel thing that. Go, to, yeah. Yeah, goes into the concrete and. Yeah. Whatever it, whatever we do, it just needs to be sturdy. Like the one nice thing with the deck sunshade is it's super quick to take off. 
because it gets windy as fuck in our backyard. There's been some days where it's like, yeah, I need this thing down. Mm-hmm. I do not want it up right now. The rip holes and shit. It'll yeah. I don't. It'll either pull from the house or it'll rip the sunshade in half. So if we do a sunshade on the pergola, it just has to be sturdy. Right. But I think if there's some cross beams there, it'll provide enough support that it won't go too crazy. Yeah. the The hard part about that, I think, with if you get like a, a fucking side wind, it's gonna go. Yeah. It'll flap in there. You know, you don't want that flapping. No, I know. That's what it does right now on the deck. Flaps? Yeah, it goes, whoo, whoo. It just, like, whooshes up Can and down. Can you hear it? Yeah, if it's not, even if it's, like, tight, tight. Like, it's pulling my 4 by 4s in so tight. Oh, yeah. And it still f- flaps. Because it's a big area. Mm-hmm. It's a big sunshade, then. Yeah, it's, like, a it's 12 by 16. Holy balls. That's a fucking big one. That's a sale. Yeah. Jesus. I bought a sunshade from my back patio, which I haven't put up yet. It's still in the fucking bag. But it was only, like, a... Like at uh, eight by ten or something like that. Yeah. So that's a it's big big. one, man. That's a big one. Yeah. Do you have it anchored to your roof? It's anchored to, no, because the way our roof was designed, I couldn't get to the overhang of the roof joist. Oh, really? So it's actually anchored to the house, in studs. Okay, so through the through the outside through the siding through the siding through the sheeting into a stud. Okay, so that's gonna probably. Pretty big lag bolt. That's what six inch are in there at uh, least, huh? Yeah, no. Four? I think I put a four. Okay. Because I didn't want to run into anything like electrical or anything either. I didn't know where all that stuff was. Well, yeah, no, you can't really know. I mean, if like there's <clears> a <throat> there's a specific height where they usually run electrical wiring through the you know through the wall. Sure. So there's like it's like I don't know how it's like how many inches it's off eighteen inches off the floor or something like that where they run most of the electrical and then they'll run it up to wherever they need to oh, get it to. Yeah, okay. You know, so it's like, and if it's in the attic, it usually all goes up in one spot. Yeah. You know, um, but. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I was hesitant to put it against the house, but it it was the the sturdiest point or the most secure that I could get. Well, you saw what it does with the 4x4, so I get it. You don't want to rip a hole in your roof. That's why I was asking you. I, well, I wanted to get it to the roof, Joyce. Mm-hmm. But the way the soffit is, I had to peel the soffit off, and then the roof is angled, so I still had to go up another three inches before I'd make contact. I couldn't get to the edge. Right, through the soffit, you mean? Yeah. I'm talking about, I've seen people mount them through shingles. Oh, no, like I didn't want to go, do that. They'll go through the shingles into the oh, into okay. the roof joist, the truss, Gotcha. I should say, right into the truss, which I'm sure if you do it really well, it's probably pretty fucking strong. Sure. But it's like, but if it gets ripped off, now you got a hole in your fucking roof. I want, so so I wanted to do that, but from underneath. Right. And that I, was my I, initial point, you know. and to get it to closest to the house as possible. Um, but I couldn't make up that three inches with a spacer easily. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up just going into the house. But it, it's it's in solid wood the whole way through. It's properly caulked around each one. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing there. You know, that's that's when I would like like to know how to weld and have a welder. Yeah. Because I could just take a piece of steel stock, cut it, drill it, and then mount it in whatever angle you needed to be mounted to yeah. hook something like that too. Because <laughs> then you know it's like you could you could make up that three inches with a with a piece of steel. Exactly. You could make a bracket. Yeah. It's like yeah. It's like uh, it's like there. I don't know. It'd be it'd be that that's something. something well, I consider learn, learn how to do. I even considered uh, outsourcing like steel four by fours to get my two so the way it is is oh yeah on the, on the, the edge, edge of the deck on the edge just of the deck because then they won't bend exactly yeah 
because I was I was concerned with the size of the sale and how much like force is put on it. Oh yeah, that's a that's a lot of that's a lot of force for sure. And so the four by fours have held up; they've bent a little bit, mm-hmm. but four by fours can be replaced. Yeah, pretty easily. And the way it's built right now, like I could just literally slide in a new four by four. It's three bolts on the bottom, right into the side, right into the face of the deck. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's tied into both the face and um, a floor runner. Yeah. Yeah. So it's in there tight. It's good. It's just the the strength of the four by four itself. Yeah. So if you did a steel one, you it wouldn't need to be no it, that big. It wouldn't. And you could just get a steel bracket and mount the bracket around the I beam right to the side where you're mounting your your four by four now. Yeah. Use that as a bracket. Then it'd never bend. Right. You know. But yeah, it's like yeah. So Whatever we did it. Steel is expensive though. Everything's expensive. Sound like old men. I know. Fucking old man. We're well, old, old man. Yeah, it's ten o'clock. Call it a day. It's ten. You fucking Karuba cat. Oh, that's not the one you're drinking. I thought you threw your coffee cup on the floor. No, I don't there. even know where that came from. You're like I'm fucking out of here. Who drinks that small of a coffee? Uh, I don't know. Someone who doesn't, you know, just got a small Someone's bladder. Been in or my something. office. How's the pee thing going? <laughs> Are you solid? Yeah. Good. Good to hear. I didn't have to pee when we took a break. Yeah, I did. So I know you, you did. You're, you're the, you're I the, didn't. You're like the main boss now. <laughs> I did pee, but I didn't have to. <gasps> I know. You're not supposed to do that. I know you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. Well, I had to. Anyway, right, love bro. you, man. It's love good to get back. back together with you. Yeah, it's... enjoy your trip. Well, I'll see you tomorrow, but yeah, yeah, for the yeah. podcast, enjoy your trip. Yeah, I will. I will. Um, and uh, when am I? What time's my flight, bro? Let's I think Sam has to work. It, I think Sam has to work next Saturday. Oh, she's working next Saturday. Yeah. What the fuck? Because I was like, oh, it's, it's my flight. Her schedule with COVID got fucked up. I think she's got it. She got booked for the next three Saturdays. Oh yeah. Well, I'm out for like I'm out of here like eight thirty in the morning. Oh, yeah, you're so good. it's fine. But you know, who knows? You know, maybe we might fuck around and do it on a Friday. Ooh. Text me. Could like throw something crazy in the mix, maybe whiskey night. Friday night whiskey night. Don't oh, don't tease me. Oh oh oh! Let's don't dangle to, the fruit and then pull it away. Let's Ike. Talk to Mr. Bill. All right, everyone. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Peace, Have everybody. A great uh, whatever time frame until next time. Until next time. All right, All right. love, love y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.